this weekend I'm in North Carolina. I am in Raleigh, North Carolina on Friday, and I am in Asheville, North Carolina on Saturday. If you're interested, go to my Twitter page, and it'll have all the details. My Twitter page is Joe Rogan. All right, fucking freaks. Tate Fletcher's here. Brian Redband. Cue the music. Joe Rogan Podcast. Check it out. The Joe Rogan Experience. Train by day. Joe Rogan Podcast by night. All day. Dude, this bulletproof coffee that you brought here. Yeah. Ex- ex- explain this. Tate, Tate Fletcher, <sighs> OG gangster of the death squad from, from day one. From day one. From day one. Kicking the Push door up in. to that thing. All right. Yeah. With that crazy yeah. beer. Yeah, you got to, for folks who are just listening to this, Tate's rocking a beer that looks like it's glued on. It looks like the fake Rick Ross's beard, yeah, like they were talking about. You got I love how you, you do it you differentiate got, the yeah. fake Rick Ross. Well, you got to. Because everybody. Freeway Rick Ross. Yeah. Free, freeway Rick Ross. If you haven't listened to those episodes of my podcast, please do it just for your own edification because it's a fascinating scenario. Guy was a big time drug dealer. His name was Freeway Rick Ross. He went to jail. I mean, they had a Freeway Rick Ross task force in the LAPD. His drug sales were a part of the Iran Contragate, all that. Yeah, 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 yeah. His drug sales were what's funding foreign militaries. That's where they were wow. getting the money from, the CIA. And this is all part of how uh, Gary Webb exposed this in a book, and Michael Rupert, who was a L.A. police department narcotics officer, exposed it. Yeah, I mean, so this guy, Freeway Rick Ross, was a part of this. He was a huge drug dealer, making millions and millions of dollars, right? Just crazy, crazy money. Drove around in a hearse, you know, like drive around like station wagons and shit. So like no flashy, no bling. Just kept it on the DL and just raking in the cash. Meanwhile, the dude couldn't even read, okay? Goes to jail, learns how to read, becomes a lawyer, finds a hole in his fucking, uh, in his three strikes thing and gets out. So while he's in jail, some dude is calling himself Rick Ross and he's a big fat guy who used to be a corrections officer... No way. A corrections officer is pretending that he was this big-time drug dealer, Rick Ross. So now Rick Ross gets out of jail, and he's trying to sue them. He's trying to, but he's like going to battle. They're going to the record companies are going to battle with wow. him over his own real name. That's awesome. It's insane. This is a movie, Tate Fletcher. This is not a real world. This, this is not a real. Awesome. This, this world is not real. Just because you can touch it and move it around, this motherfucker's fake. This, this is, there's no way that's possible. In 2012, there's no way that should be possible. Some guy could be a corrections officer. I like it that he's like, uh, that, that every one of his raps, is there a rap that he has that's not about shooting somebody or, or, or having a pound of blow? Yeah, it's all about hustling. He's, Crazy. But how about the fact that he's got Rick Ross tattooed on his fingers? He's got Rick I Ross tattooed. I haven't looked at the man that closely. Dude, he's got another man's name tattooed on his fingers, and that other man is out of jail now because yeah. he's smart. That other guy's a real bad motherfucker. Right. He's not some fake fat guy who knows how to make shit rhyme. That's like, awesome. Wow. It's a crazy story, man. It's a really weird story. How long did you spend with him? We did two podcasts with him. And he, he came back, and the, the dudes, we could do a hundred more, man. He, he had some LA. stories. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and he's still fighting it in court. Very nice guy, man. He's, Has he got a, money? No, no, no. He's barely getting by. But he's, uh, I mean, he's, uh, I'm sure, I mean, I, th- I guess he could make money doing, like, um, interviews or doing, like, um, 
uh, seminars or something like that. But I think he's trying to do it more for, for like real benefit, man. He's like doing a lot of different speeches for young kids and telling yeah. his story and trying to offer inspiration. Because the dude went to jail. He didn't even know how to read. He was a tennis player, like a really badass no tennis player. And in learning uh, the, how to play Vanessa tennis. Vanessa Williams' uncle. <laughs> he was a really good tennis player, but he couldn't read. So he couldn't go to college. So it's like he could never He's go He's got to get a screenplay. Something, oh, dude, you know? I'm, I'm sure they must have something going on. We, we actually talked to him about it. We said Too Short had to play it. <laughs> too Short looks just like him, I'm telling you. Really? He's, he's taller than Too Short, but he has Too Short's face. It's kind of crazy. Or maybe Denzel Washington could play him. Mm-hmm. He could fucking play anybody, right? He's badass, man. Yeah. You're doing, you did a movie with him? Yeah, yeah, just got off. What is it? It's called Two Guns. It's him and uh, Mark Wahlberg. And uh, we're Nate... Our crew is all Navy SEALs, and then we split from Wahlberg. He was one of our crew, and then we go to kill them, and the movie's us hunting them, basically. What do you, what do you feel like <laughs> when, oh, like, if you were a real Navy SEAL and you saw these crazy, like, missing in action type movies and shit where people do ridiculous stuff? What the fuck does it you know like what's to crazy, be? dude, on films is that all those guys, the producers and directors, they're like, we need this to look real. We need this. We want it to be authentic until it's the day to shoot it, and then they're like, Okay, we're gonna flip the car over sixteen times, and you're just gonna uh, you, th- you're gonna push it off, and you'll just push yeah. out and roll or so- something that like that's ridiculous, you know. And um, there's love- a lot of that that just none of it matters. It's all a suspension of belief, you know. Yeah, th- there's a certain amount of that you do in a movie though, and I lose level ten. Right, I can never get to level ten right. in your movie. You know what though, dude? Is like you look at uh, American Kickbox or something as an MMA fighter. You look at that, and you're still like awesome, and he's dipping his fucking gauze in, <laughs> no, in, in glass, glass and shit. You're like, yeah. Rad. Right, but it's never going to kick. I don't think. Was that just called kickboxing? Yeah, it was just the John Claude Van Damme. Yeah, 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 about. yeah. I think when you get to a certain, uh, you, you know, you, you have to suspend disbelief like that, you're never going to hit like that Godfather level. Right. You know, you see like right. the Godfather, you watch that movie, right. you go, God damn, they nailed that motherfucker. Yep. The way they choked that dude in the restaurant, the murders looked yep. real, everything. There was no sensationalizing. There was exactly as much gore as you would see if you were in the periphery. Right. You felt like you were in the experience. Yep. They weren't bullshitting you at all. Yep. So by the time when you get out of that movie, you're like, whoa. <clears throat> Same yeah. thing as like Apocalypse Now. Forever. Yes. The, those movies hold up. Or The Deer Hunter. Perfect example. Oof. Perfect example. What a crazy ass movie that was. Yep. And they had to take the deer with one shot. That was their thing. Well, they're all getting tortured with the with the uh, Russian roulette and all that oh shit. Oh my god! Me. The Russian roulette scene with Christopher Walken. That is one of Wicked. the most intense scenes in any movie of of any era yeah. even today if that movie came out today it would 100% hold up like maybe a little bit of the music was probably a little corny well you look at what's out there today that doesn't like, maybe did, have you seen Expendables 2 no Talk I saw about one a, it's a 9 millimeter shooting you <laughs> in the head and your head vaporizes it's like that kind of like oh, kind of kill bill shit and you're like why are we doing that right now like how guess, about we don't do that see I'm a hypocrite though because I like like Avengers type shit. I yeah. like superhero Sick. type shit. But I know it's bullshit, you know? It's like, I like that too. But I don't like this mishy-moshy, like halfway shit where you're pretending it's a yeah. real movie but some nonsense happens. And yeah. How come this dude could beat everybody up so easy? Like, what's going on there? You know, these guys, you're making these guys look like skilled fighters and this guy's just taking them Did out. Did you see Batman? No. Man. I didn't see it. I, I was going to see it, but that whole uh, Colorado shooting thing kind of fucked you scared? with me. No, no, no. Fuck you, man. <laughs> I thought, well, definitely if I was there, I'd be scared. But uh, I don't. 
I don't uh, think I could watch it without thinking what, what those people were thinking. I like, didn't think of those people at all. I'm going to I'm going to get it on Blu-ray and wear my shoes in bed, <laughs> just in case you got to run. Yeah, you felt the same way, right? Like I just uh, you know I'd barely go to the movies, so I don't know. I, it had to hurt the box office of that movie. Yeah. It had to. It had to. That's a terrible thing to think of. That's all they. Why would you think of? That is all they would think of. But it also like highlighted how you could have three hundred million people living together. But it's so rare that something like this pops off. To me, it was like it was it was a disgusting, horrible, sad event. But when I really analyzed the facts, I was like, man, we get along way better than people give us credit for. It's true. Everybody's armed. Everybody's hammered, drunk. Or what you know what I mean? It's yeah. like there's all that shit going on. There's all these variables, and people are vying for the same job. People aren't mm-hmm. doing very well, and still, you know, people aren't getting axed every day. It's not like it was back in the '90s in LA where there's shootings on the freeway and shit. You know? Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> it's, uh, I think. I mean, even back in the night, I mean, it's, it's like we we have more access to the to the news now, like from everywhere. Anything that's bad from anywhere, we get real quick. So yeah. it's we get a real distorted perception of what interacting with human beings is like. Because the the model that we're dealing with is three hundred million people, which is just crazy that you would take individual episodes out of that and try to apply it to like what the world yeah. is actually like. Because it's just too many. The numbers are just too... Like, no, people don't really know what the fuck 300 million is. But you couldn't see it. If, if, what 300 million is, if you got everybody in front of you, just in this country that lived, there would literally be... You could stand on top of, like, a mountain, and you would see nothing but people till the horizon. Right. Like, that's an insane amount of people. Yep. And they're making some shit choices. And they're <laughs> coming over to your house and they're fucking putting some drugs on aluminum foil and lighting it up in front of you. And you're like, what the fuck are you doing? Disrespectful. Lighting up fucking crystal even, meth in front of you. Even with nice tits. That's even disrespectful. With, well, it's just like, whoa, what kind of craziness are you running here? What do you think about all that? Like, now we don't have as much outward violence like that but you look at right now what's happening and it seems like it started like it seems like prison is a template for shit and mm-hmm. it's like we're gonna make sure blacks mexicans white people don't get along and we're gonna control the population that way and you look now like 20 30 40 years later like down the road and even now we like within the republican party or what like people are hating each, like there's more division the more mm-hmm. divisions that are created the more easily controlled people are you know what man i think that's just human nature i think people are insecure and they're always going to hate on the other team it's it's like part of our dna it's part of our dna to look at mexicans and and go oh that's not me and look at uh you know a white guy that looks exactly like you like that's my guy and look at a black guy like ooh, i can't trust him it's it's like that's another team like they it's it's hard out there and the best way to get through this shit is we form groups and we have loyal motherfuckers that are down with us. Fuck right. everybody else, right? And that's what people sort of, they, 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 they gravitate towards that. And when you gravitate towards that, it's like it's, you're always going to have conflict. But it's like where there's a lack of enlightenment. Yeah, it's, isn't that I, a broken construct? I think there's a lot of people capitalizing on human nature, and that's fuck what yeah. they're doing. They're making a fuckload of money off of prisons, and they're making a fuckload of money off of making sure that these areas are not rehabilitated so they have a steady supply of people to keep that. I think that's absolutely true. A buddy of mine, his brother, does like big, like if you got $20 million, he'll do your mutual funds and set up your portfolio and all that shit. And I ask him, where, where's all the real money going? Where, where are people really looking to put, 
put loot, and he says in in the correction system in, in prisons. Jeez. And, and those are the those are the futures. Jesus. And, and, and uh, that's fucking kind of it's a little crazy, and and but it makes sense. Then also, you look, we're gonna go to war with the Mexican immigrants that are coming in, and we're gonna need to house them now. And so we're putting like ever since the '90s when they started doing privatized prisons, that became a, a cash cow for people. And so every bed, so we need longer sentences. Pot, we're never yeah. really going to get really legal because most of those fucking people that are in these victimless crimes are, are in prison for drugs like that, shit that doesn't matter. And when you find out that corrections officers have unions and the unions lobby to keep things, Huge. it's crazy. It's- or that Ikea gets their furniture made by guys that are making 12 cents a day. Yeah, in, you know what I mean. In prison, like, yeah. holy, that's slavery. Fuck. If that's not slavery, you tell me what is. Yep. Oh, this guy fucked up, so now he has to be a slave. It's not that you're trying to protect society from him and rehabilitate him. It's like, nope. Now you work for pennies. Yep. Now you work. <laughs> I mean, it's really nuts. You know those Foxconn people? They're rioting right now. There's one of the Foxconn factories. It's like a 2,000 person riot going on. They've Jesus. blacked it off from uh, the Chinese version of Twitter. They've like deleted images. Like they're they're, they're suspending accounts and trying to like d- delete everyone's uh, accounts of it because l- they can get into the internet and they can delete shit in China. They can like just delete your websites, which basically they can do here too. Now the government has already done that. They've already taken down some websites, kinds of things. Yeah, they want to have more and more power to be able to do that, but in China, what they're doing right now is it's stopping dissent because there's a gigantic... This is the reason why this shit is dangerous in America. And we, we for whatever reason, we accept it and we think it's okay, it's no big deal. Hey, if you're not putting anything bad on the internet, you shouldn't worry about it. But that's, the, that's what's ridiculous is when people have power over you, they fucking almost always abuse it. If you go back to the Stanford prison studies and they did it with college students, they had college students pretend to be prisoners and prison guards, people with power abuse. It's Inside a, of like yeah. a day. Inside a day. Yeah. It's like no time at yeah. all. And these are just college students in a simulation. Yep. And that is just, the you can't have it that way. You can't have people to be able to take down the internet. The internet has to stay free. Because if it doesn't stay free, then you're not going to be able to squash you're not going to be able to get rid of really corrupt governments. Like the reason why all these people in Egypt, all these people in, in other parts of the world, they, they, they're having these rallies against their corrupt government is because they're able to communicate with each other. Right. So we're assuming that our people that are in power are always going to be fair and always going to be just and always going to be loyal to the good of the American people. But we've already seen through Nixon. We've already seen through the, the evidence of shit that was passed. About. That's not the case. Well, so that's in, not the in case. In Iran, the only way that they were able to uh, mobilize the resistance there was through Twitter. Yeah. That was, and they, they blacked out everything else. Yeah. And that's the only thing that was free and clear for them. And then that went on to Spain and the, the indignados that started... Started off the revolution there to Syria to and that's Egypt, going right now. To all you see that. it on the, in the news right now. Yeah. Today and then even just now, images. what happened with Occupy Wall Street? They fucking got a couple hundred people they arrested. Even though if you listen to mainstream media, they say no, nah, that shit's dead. It's like, well, how come you arrest two hundred fucking citizens that just wanted to go and talk about how come the banks are fucking us? Well, you What's know the, the real the, the the real situation is that this system is broken, yeah. and they're just trying to like glue it, keep like taping it together as it's falling <laughs> apart. They're like putting tape, and it's wrong. No, we got it, we got it, we got it, we got it. In order to have it, we're gonna have to take some rights away to keep this fucking thing up. Yeah. And they'll glue the top of it up there. It's you know it's a broken ass system, and some mathematical genius, first and foremost, has to come up with a way of distributing. Uh, like to, to distributing taxes 
and a way of figuring out what money really is based on and what money really is. Just have something, it has to be based on something. It has to be some sort of resources, whether it's oil and gas or coal or wood or money has to be based on something. It has to equal X amount of something because right now it's just chaos. And because of the fact that it's just chaos, it's like people are manipulating it and doing all kinds of wacky yeah. shit with it. And you, you, can, you can move things up and down and move them all around. And the idea of stocks and dividends and banking, there's like a whole economy based on gambling that other businesses are going to fail. It's shitty. It's insane. It doesn't even make any sense. Well, it's it, like I listened to Granholm, uh, who was the governor of Michigan, and she was talking about states and incentives, and people have so much surplus money to bring in Dell computers or whoever to start businesses so we can have 5,000 new jobs in Michigan, whatever the deal is. She says, but that whole construct is built and based upon that Ohio doesn't do well then. Right. It's all built on taking, and, and Texas has really great incentives, so they get a lot of, like, and so that's a, for if, for a national construct, that's fucking horrible. We've got to have states doing... And then if you look globally, it's like, I need Mexico and Cuba to do poorly for United States. Like, It's like that whole consciousness has to shift, in a way. Yeah, well, we've got to figure out a way, first of all, to uh, the, the idea that there's... This is going to sound really crazy, but we can't have countries. It doesn't right. make any sense. You can't say that just because you were born on this patch of dirt, you can't make your way over here where there's opportunity. Because right. isn't that what being a fucking human and a society developing is all about? A developing society is a society that wants everyone to have an opportunity to do better. Yep. Everyone. Yep. It doesn't just mean these the people that were lucky enough to be born in California. What about no. the people that are born in South America? They should be able to come here. And it's going to fuck things up for a while. But it will balance out eventually, and the benefit will be the entire human race if it's handled by brilliant people, if it's handled by true humanitarians, if it's handled altruism. true altruism. Yep. If the people at the top of, the, of government really were explaining to everyone that we have to think about the future of the human race. And in order for the human race to grow at the top, it has to also grow at the bottom. It can't have a rotten foundation. And right. that's essentially when you deal with these these parts of the city where there's no getting out, man, you're fucked. Like this Rick Ross story, 28 years old, can't fucking read, you know, like how did he get through high school? What happened to this poor yeah. fucking guy that we got with that, that rotten system has to somehow or another be fixed. The thing you're talking about too, there's not, when you say it'll be fucked up for a while, it's like, there's not like a epic downside. Yeah. It's like everybody will be fed, clothed and taken care of. Yeah. But where we're going now, that's not fucking happening. Those divisions are getting greater and greater. And it's like at the same time, if there's no separation between you, me, the dude in India, or the fucking pot that he's fucking trying to make with his hands. Yeah. Like, and we're all the same shit. Like, those divisions hurt me. Yeah, they definitely hurt us. <clears throat> and there could be reconstruction money, just like there's reconstruction money yeah. in Iraq. There's reconstruction money in Iraq. They could make money by, first of all, hiring excellent counselors. They could fucking set up businesses where these kids can be trained in like trades and shit where you can set them up where they, they always have a place to sleep so no, right. nobody is ever threatened. Their life is never They're threatened. Scared. They're never scared. Like if you, if you can't go to your neighborhood, you can't come home, like you can come here. This motherfucker 
Burger is guarded 24 hours yep. a day. We have you know armed cops here. We have plenty of food. Come on in. Yep. And there's no shame in this. And we're just going to have to ask you to contribute a little bit. You come in here and use a bed. Maybe you got to wash a couple of dishes or right. maybe you got to put some stuff away or maybe, you know, real simple. Now you don't have to work all day. Maybe put but, in 20, you know what I mean? Like have it set up so somebody true. gets a value for what they do and then have people who can teach them shit. Because that's the same shit with the welfare system. Yes. Is that you give it to them, nobody values that yeah. shit. It, and so, so they don't feel that merited. They feel lower self-esteem. That You know what I mean? The whole shit cycles. But what you're talking about is that people that were in power had a desire to do that. Yeah. I mean, right now you can look in somebody's ass in prison and and it's the richest drug community ever. And they talk about, we don't want drugs in the, really? You don't? Because yeah. I'm pretty sure in? you're thriving off of you're it. You're looking at people's making asses. my mom scared yeah. by putting more public money into fucking the DEA. Yeah, you, you, it's, it's, it's a weird situation. It's, like, it's totally illogical. Like if you look at the way human beings have, have set up our society and the way we treat like impoverished neighborhoods and the way we deal with ridiculous laws and not, you know laws of victimless crimes where people right. like rot away in jail yep. for the dozens of you know pages upon pages of, of cases, even recently of people going to jail for long stretches under questionable yep. circumstances. And there's just stories where people were set up by, by government agents. That's the other thing you have to think about is like when you're uh, working for the DEA or you're working for the FBI, like you've got to arrest people. You've got to bust crime. You've got to actually get things done. And one of the ways to get things done is to talk someone into doing some crime. Talk them into doing some crime and then arrest them. Yeah. And that's, that's not illegal. And that's crazy because you could talk people into sucking your dick. You could talk people into jumping in front of trains. You could talk a whole bunch of people into killing themselves because of fucking comets coming and there's a UFO behind it. You could talk people into anything. You can't tell me that a smart cop who makes a living being an undercover agent, so that means a person who thrives under pressure is really good at lying and manipulating people. Really good at lying and manipulating people enough so that he can hang around with the enemy and they think he's one of them. You tell me this guy can't talk someone into doing some shit that they would never do of course he can so he's essentially creating crime and then arresting people for doing that crime that's they pay people to keep doing crime i mean when i was a kid i worked for this guy and uh and he maybe he crossed a couple state lines or something he ended up doing about nine years behind it but the way he got set up and pinched was because his cousin worked for the police and and they'd give him blow and they, and they would fucking go and say, just stay in the game. Just stay in. And so there's a bunch of dudes that are just pieces of shit that are like, they're like, stay in the game, stay in the game. And look, you know, so he's selling dope. They know that he's doing all kinds of crime, but he's going, Hey, Lyle, I need to get two keys from you. And then he's like, yeah, come on over. And he comes over. Next thing there's a, there's a door kicker in. And, Whoa. and so it's like that shit happened. Like, and that's just little shit that I know from my personal life from fucking 20 years ago. But it's like, what's really going on right. on big level? It's like, come on. The people would not want to believe that that is the case, but that's right. what happened with Whitey Bulger. When I was a kid really? and I lived in Boston, Whitey Bulger was the scariest guy in Boston. He was the number one gangster in Boston. You were talking about a guy who won the lottery twice. Irish crime boss. Yeah. yeah. He won the lottery twice. Yeah. I mean, if that's not just ruthless. Yeah. That motherfucker won the lottery twice. I mean, he was just a straight criminal, okay? He killed a bunch of people. And turns out he was working for the FBI the whole time. So the FBI would give him information. He would kill people. The FBI would okay it. So that's like uh, The Departed. 
Yeah, it's like Jack exactly. Based it. on him. Based on Crazy. him. Based on Whitey that. Bulger. Yeah, they just arrested him. Like in I Santa think, Monica, yes, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just a little while ago, yeah. like a year or two ago. Had a couple ago. hundred grand in the in the in a little apartment yeah. up there. Yep, yep. And they were looking for that guy forever, man. They were looking for him for long. He was living modest, man, just trying to stay on the DL in Santa Monica. Yeah, him and and his old lady. They got pinched. Up why there. the fuck he thought people wouldn't recognize him? Like you, could, and they actually got him because someone recognized the girl. Really? He recognized his girlfriend. They had all these photos of his girlfriend. And they put his photos of his girlfriend everywhere. And someone in the neighborhood recognized the girlfriend from some TV show. I don't know why. I guess he couldn't get out of the country, huh? Well, I don't know. I guess he was fighting with the chick, too. Like, screaming and yelling. And that's like, it would turn people good. onto them. You know, there was uh, some, some fucking uh, a violent altercation. A lot of yelling. And so that, that got people to tune into them. And then the lady recognized her. I think this, I might be butchering the story but the bottom line is that guy was a fucking undercover agent for the FBI as well as the number one crime figure in Boston yeah. that's crazy and not just some crime but murder and those, setting up like massacres yeah. how are those FBI guys not in jail I know how are they not in jail if they're still alive like, how are they not in jail how is it not an investigation those dudes who was it the guy right after uh after uh, the Oklahoma City bombing and that guy Timothy McVeigh yeah but the, the guy they capped uh who was like a white separatist or something up in the mountains? Oh, Ruby Ridge. Is yeah, that, yeah, that, yeah, yeah. I think that's before that, wasn't it? It was right after on the heels when they just went to vilify all the militias. Oh yeah, man. I'm thinking and of William, William Freeman was, was the FBI guy. agent, but because um, I think Ruby Ridge was like, uh, yeah, it was from '92. Is that? Yeah, the um, Ruby Ridge was '92 and Oklahoma City was '90. Man, I think it was '93 or '4 because I, I think I was living here. When was the Oklahoma Obama? Uh, yeah, Obama. Oklahoma. It looks like this. Uh, the the real. Uh, um, Oklahoma, I'm sorry. Here, Oklahoma City bombing. It was. Uh, and Ruby Ridge. 90, they killed that 95. guy. Randy, Randy yeah. Weaver was it? And they killed yeah. him and his kids. Yeah, Ruby Ridge was later. You know, there's a lot of fucking conspiracy uh, with uh, the Oklahoma City bombing. There's all these news reports that God said knows what that the FBI pulled out um, many bombs, more than one, multiple bombs from the building that hadn't exploded. And uh, if you look at the damage that's done to the building, apparently demolitions experts say that the building blew out. It didn't blow right. in. So if you're saying that a car was parked that did that... Right. He, he's, they're saying no. The, re, the demolitions experts are saying no. This is something that blew out. It, it, was, it was detonated from the inside, and it blew outward. And so there's a lot of people that think that there must have been something more than just Timothy McVeigh's efforts. And weren't all the agents yeah. cleared out? Like yeah, they the agents, some kids in daycare or something like that, yeah, and then the, that's it. The agents were cleared out. They knew about something in advance. They, they were evacuated, and that's, which is really sick when you just think about sick. that. Like, why didn't you evacuate the whole building? Right. What, what the fuck is going we on? collateral damage. Well, it's because they also had to make sure that it actually happened. If the guy pulls up in his truck and everyone's out of the building, you know, and there's fire right. trucks everywhere, he's like, oh, fuck this job, and leaves. Right. So, I don't know. That's speculation. But I thought it was weird that Timothy McVeigh goes to his grave without ever making a statement ever. Yeah. But, like... Well, the thing is that they, the fertilizer bomb experts, I guess there are, actually are those, <laughs> they say that this is, not, this is not indicative of the damage that one of those things is capable of doing. There's not that much pop. Like, right. this, is, this is some crazy shit. Like, if you look at the building, half the building's missing. Well, it's like the whole front just blew out. You know what I mean? It's like if you're in a pickup truck or whatever, you need for, for like, if you have gunpowder and you put it in your palm and you light it, poof, it poofs. But if you wrap that fucker in tinfoil, 
kaboom and yeah. like or a pipe bomb like if yeah. you ever fuck with explosives it's like you need it wrapped in a certain way for it to go it's not just going to be sitting in a truck and have a huge mag magnanimous yeah. kind of explosion tate are you an explosive expert i've gotten to that way a little bit just because of uh my work lately like I, i've been going like how yeah. is this bomb wrapped how close can i get to that like on yeah. avengers <laughs> the, we had a lot of bombs going off down the middle of the street right and, uh, and so you had to get like within a certain distance of it but then i found out about raps and how they were um how they really changed the nature of the explosion and i blew a couple things up when i was a kid but i didn't really know much about it right. that's if that's what you're getting at brian no i just like to you look like an explosive expert <laughs> <laughs> it's my beard yeah you do it's it's um it's a weird thing man it seems like every event that happens no matter what it is has a gang of conspiracy theories attached what do you think about the batman thing like when they're like, that kid's a broke college student. How do you get 30 grand worth of fucking equipment? Student loans. Student loans. That cuts that one right out. <laughs> yeah. Um, Got, so government funded, that you're kid, saying. That you're kid, saying it is government funded. His therapist was not surprised. Hmm. That, that kid was apparently exhibiting some very troublesome issues. I'm, I'm not buying the idea that you could program someone to do that without spending a fuckload of time with them. And I've heard that this kid was involved in something, you know, that was in an area that had something. But I, I, he was a fucking a, a PhD student, right? What about, Wasn't he? He was a doctor going was, to get a doctorate. Yeah, yeah. this is... I this is a really brilliant kid who's worked really hard. About the same I think age he just, as the Columbine well, those kids were a lot of that was linked to antidepressants, you know. So, both in Colorado. Yeah, it's true. There's a lot of links here. You a know lot what? Of Christians in Colorado. Oh, yeah, there's a little of that. A lot of wackiness. Yeah, it's true. There's a lot, a of, lot of believe Colorado, stories there. especially Colorado Springs. Yep. But there's also like not that much air. Like, maybe that's not good for you. <laughs> <laughs> my wife was pregnant up there, man. It was, it was fucking hard to watch her, man. It's like she had the flu. And then when she came back, when we moved back to California, boom. Instantly, she was fifty percent better. Really? Yep. Yeah, you're not really supposed to live where the air's that I can't thin. Imagine having a fucking baby, man. That would be crazy. Yeah, it's pretty fucking crazy. <laughs> imagine carrying that around. Like yeah, 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 yeah. Like the whole thing that women go through. Ooh, I thought fuck. you meant giving birth. Well, that too. Awesome. You think you'd like to give birth? <laughs> I think it'd be sweet. I, I Can you imagine? Months, that would be the easy part. Can you imagine having a, like a human come out of you? It's insane. <laughs> I've seen it. I've seen it happen. Ever. I've seen it happen twice. It's the strangest thing ever, man. It's the strangest thing ever. But uh, they, they have a lot of premature births in Colorado. Because oh, of that sure. air. It's, I think it's like one of the number one places in the country huh. that has premature births. Because there's no fucking air up there. I hear the actresses do it in, in Hollywood a lot so that they don't get stretched out. They get them a month or two before they're ready to pop what? and they just cut them out. Who the fuck does that? Yeah. Explosive who, who do you know? You gotta stay hot. <laughs> Explosive you gotta stay, That's you gotta stay so hot. crazy. No, that is so crazy. Keep that body viable. Uh, well, some girls do get like really bad stretch marks. It's just genetics. Some girls don't get nothing. It's weird. It's like some yeah. girls, they have one baby and you're done, son. Like, Dude, just, and they have them young. Yeah, that can happen too. Dude, and we just got back from Louisiana. Everybody's got a baby. <sighs> but everybody looks like they're 12 years old anyway. It's like you're in 98% humidity all the fucking time. It's like you're living in, in water almost, like in an aquarium. You're like, it's just like a couple degrees off of the air just turning to water. It's like really good for your skin, right? It's fucking crazy. It feels great. My joints felt great. Like really? Everything. My I got fucked shoulders and everything. I felt good. I worked out every day. Everything really? felt awesome. Wow. Maybe we should move to Louisiana. Death Squad, Louisiana. You down? No. I don't think you want to. Dude, New there. Orleans. 
Don't you like Mardi Gras? Hurricanes. Good to visit. Good thing. to visit. That's right. Yeah, yeah. Hurricanes. The zombies out there. A lot there. of guys just murdering people There's right in front of, of cops yeah. just for they, nothing. They got a thing yeah. they call misdemeanor murder really? in uh, the outside of uh, outside of um, Louis of um, Louisiana or in in Louisiana outside of New Orleans. It's uh, they have so many people in jail that if they don't officially like try you for something, if they don't officially uh, wow. charge you with something within 30 days, they have to release you. So guys get arrested for murder and they just can't get to them. So they just they just let them out because there's so many motherfuckers in jail. That's crazy. And so once they get used to popping people, right. I, I might have butchered that that thing, but I know that there is a term called misdemeanor murder. I might have butchered whatever the the actual reason they let them out so quickly is, but. It's not. They don't get charged. They just. This crazy. Oh, it's crazy. It's crazy. There's. Well, there was a lot of reports of like really crazy shit going down in the post. Uh, the, the days post uh, Katrina. Right. Like just. I bet. The the cops were just sh- fucking jacking people everywhere, yeah. just taking people out. You know that there was all sorts of breaking in and looting and a lot a lot of. Couldn't imagine. It's, it's like you drive around the like Bourbon Street, drive around the French Quarter. And it, it's like, you, it's kind of hazy. You expect Jack the Ripper to come out from around the corner. Like, that's where that motherfucker lives. Like, yeah. anybody could get got there at any time, it feels like. You should have a, to have a passport to go to, to New Orleans. <laughs> you really But it's should. beautiful. Everybody's, oh, it's amazing. at the other time, it's everybody's amazing. so fucking sweet. They're kind of, oh, honey, how you doing? It's like, you can't walk down and everybody's going to smile at you, yeah. ask you how you're doing, and they're going to give a fuck. They're going to yeah. be genuine. It's crazy friendly, too. We had a great um, limo driver. He was the shit, this guy. He was really cool as fuck, man. And he took us around New Orleans, and he's from New Orleans. And he was telling us stories about, like, the one time he moved out of New Orleans. And uh, he came out of store, and he's uh, sitting there drinking a beer. And uh, the cop <laughs> cop pulled up, and the cop's like, you want to tell us what you're doing? Said, oh, yeah, man, I'm just a friend's coming to meet me. I'm just having a beer. And uh, he goes, are you really so fucking stupid that you're drinking this beer in front of me? Like, he, got, he kept drinking it. Right. And he's like, what the fuck is wrong? Like, what's wrong? He goes, right. he goes where are you from? And the guy goes, New Orleans. And he goes, okay, let me tell you. The way they do things down there, it's not like anywhere in the world. You can't just, I, I'm telling you this because I know that you don't know because you're from New Orleans and I've talked to people from New Orleans before. I just got to tell you, you're not allowed to drink in public. Like that's a- alien to them. Alien. You could drink everywhere in New Orleans. It's alien. But really that's the way it should be, man. You should be able to drink anywhere. You it's should be able to crazy. drink anywhere you want. You just you have to have another house somewhere. You have to have a house in a fucking Dude, cave somewhere. If you don't somewhere. have an idea about what <laughs> life is like anywhere else, and you just yeah. live, it's fucking. I walk down Bourbon Street. I'm like, did they just get everybody fucked up at the Walmart and put them in too tight of clothes, and then get a party bus and dump them all off here? Like, yeah. it's fucking nutty. It's weird. Yeah, a guy gave me a laser pointer. He goes, man, I want you to have this. I go, what is it? It's a laser pointer. I go, uh, why, why, I go, why you want me to have it? Man, just, I think you're cool, dude. I want you to have my laser pointer. Okay. Thanks, Solid. man. He just had to give me something. He wanted to give me something. Man, I fucking love you on that show. Here's your laser pointer. That's awesome. It's like, this is so bizarre. A laser pointer. And everywhere you go, it's like strip club bar, strip club bar, strip club Live bar. Live sex <laughs> show. Live <laughs> sex show advertised in the street. Come on in. Watch people fuck. I didn't have the heart to go in. I didn't. I, I wanted yeah. to. I wanted to. And like four percent of me wanted. And I'm like, I just can't. I'll tell do you it. what, dude. It was a beautiful place to do stand up comedy. That is a beautiful place to do stand up comedy. I might have to type my next special after I release the Atlanta one. I might have to tape my next one in New Orleans. Do it early in the day, or they'll good. be too fucked up. No, man. I had a, a regular nighttime show. It was great. You know, every weekend they have a huge party. 
Like really? a huge, like they have a red, like a red dress run. Everybody th- throws on a red dress and fucking runs like a fucking half mile. But it's like it's like a moving cocktail party. Basically, <laughs> happens in the morning, goes all the way to tonight. Uh, or they had a running of the bulls that I did. It was awesome. I put some videos on Facebook. But it was like all these roller derby girls from surrounding states will come there. They'll all put on red. Yeah, red, and they'll put horns on their helmets and shit, and they'll have wiffle ball bats, and they'll be the bulls of Pamplona, and they'll be beating <laughs> motherfuckers. Everybody's dressed in white. I had on a tutu. Oh. It was awesome. Oh, that's Big hilarious. beard, tutu. That is so funny. That's yeah, it's crazy. Anything for a party there, man. There's, I was in the strip bar, and there's a fucking Mexican chick comes up, and we're talking, and she's like, yeah, I'm from Tucson originally, blah, blah, blah. Cool, cool, cool. It's just like everybody's twisted a little bit there. And she goes, hey, I'm going to this. Uh, you want to come with me this weekend? I'm going to go to this uh, music festival that my best friend's band he's playing in. I said, oh, awesome. She's like, what kind of music do you like? I'm like, you know, whatever. And like usually with strippers, it's like ACDC or Little Wayne. It's like what, like right, it's, it's right, something right, in that right. genre is what you're thinking, you know. And she's like, yeah, it's a neo-Nazi punk show. And I said, excuse me? And she, she's like, she's like uh, it's a neo-Nazi punk show. I'm like, your best friend's band. And she's like, yeah. And I'm like, and you're Mexican. And she's like, yeah. I'm like, I'm too confused. And there's no way I wouldn't get killed there. I'd hear one conversation and then it would be just like a boot party on me. Like there'd be 15 little skinny dudes with fucking steel-toed boots kicking my face in. Ugh. It's like, that, these are confused folks. Oh, that's hilarious. Yeah, there's a lot of that going on in this country, too. Yeah. They said that something like 50% of the country believes in the biblical tale of creation and that the earth is less than 10,000 years old. 50%. I don't know how they estimate that, but... That seems low. (laughs) (laughs) They can't point to where a state is either. Show us Florida. They're like, "Mm, I don't know. Well, if I didn't fly around a lot, I might not know either. (laughs) You know, I can't explain to you where the fuck South Dakota is. You asked me to pinpoint that motherfucker. It's right below out. North Dakota. Yeah, but I wouldn't find that fucker either. I don't know where that shit is. You know, I barely know where Ohio is, and I love Ohio. But like places that I don't go to, shit, I don't know. I don't know where the fuck they are. You know, where's Wyoming? Where the fuck yeah, is that? North. Yeah, but try to find it. Is it? No, where there's, is it? There's, I'm, I'm the same way. There's only a few places. I really yeah, know. there's places that I've never been. Like Wyoming's one of them. Montana's another one. Never, right. been, never been. I don't know where the fuck they I are, think, man. I'd like They're to go there, Ohio. but I don't want to stay there very fucking long. It seems desolate. <sighs> Montana's beautiful. I'm going hunting in Montana. Really? In yeah. For what? Me and Brian Callen. We're going hunting uh, for deer Brian with Callen. this guy, uh, Steve Ranella. Uh-huh. He's the author of this show, The Meat Eater. And uh, I've been wanting to go hunting forever. I've been saying I want to do it for years to the point where people are getting annoyed at me for saying it. Yeah. But it's true. I, I've, I've like, look, I eat meat. I, I should be responsible for killing at least one animal that I eat. You know. You never killed an animal. No, just fish. Crazy. Never killed an animal. Yeah. We grew up. That's all. Yeah, that's all we did. Like just yeah. murdering puppies and shit. Yeah, we just <laughs> killed. Yeah, my first kill was a Doberman. So. You killed a dog no. by rape. <laughs> by rape. <laughs> no, but everybody in Michigan, we grew up hunting deer, shooting deer. Yeah, and like, there's so many. In I mean, Michigan. fuck, I've got friends that we would stop, like straight hillbillies, man, and they'd stop on the side of the road because there's deer that get hit by oh, cars yeah. all the and time. They're, they're steady killing people. They'll jump out if the guts aren't exploded. They'll go gut them, take out their heart, tenderloins, and then bounce. Ugh. Yeah, that's what a lot of people do. Crazy. They found but it's a uh, food source. This Steve Ranella guy that one of, on one of his shows, they found uh, a good deer. That was uh, shot and killed, and the only thing that was taken was the back straps. That's it. Yeah, they just awesome. took the back straps and left the rest of the body. And I'm like, wow, that's kind that's of fucking crazy. Best part of the deer, but it's the best part of the deal. Do. But that's really ruthless. That's that's <clears throat> fucked up. You know, just drag it to a butcher shop, you lazy bitch. You know, venison sausage is delicious. Dude, the whole thing is rad. 
That, I would take that shit, like, right when I'd shoot a deer, just because the people that I'd hunt with, if you left it there, like, you didn't drag it all the way back to camp, hang it up, skin uh-huh. it and all that yet, they'd go and steal your heart and back straps. They'd steal all the tenderloins. They'd steal all the best part, all the best cuts of the meat. Really? And, yeah. That's <laughs> wow. fucked up. Yeah. Rude, bitches. Fucking Rude. Deer yeah, asses. apparently that's a lot of, it's common that people find a deer that someone shot but couldn't find, you know, because a lot of times yeah. you find them, the blood trails get out, so people will, like, put their own tag on it and pretend they Dude, killed I've it. Dude, I've hit a deer with a thirty out 6 right through the heart, like, and obliterate, like, found it later, obliterates the heart. One shot, runs 250 yards before, wow. you know what I mean? It's like, yeah. so, they, like, a gut shot deer or something like that, they go fucking... And then people go to find them too soon, and then they jump them, and they'll just keep running, and you'll never. Get Did you that see yet. these photos of Matt Hughes Mm-mm. in in Africa? He went on an African safari huh. and killed everything in Africa, <laughs> and took pictures of it and put it uh, on uh, like Facebook or something like that, or his website. And there's just this crazy like, like reaction Ted to style. it. Yeah, 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 yeah. And there's this, you know, people are really mad at him. It's kind of it's it's kind of a funny situation with those uh, killing those animals that you don't eat because although there's something fucked up about killing an animal and not eating it, period. But then they do donate the money or they, they do donate the food, rather, to tribes who need it. And so they, the food does but get used. But who's eating a tiger? That's true. That's a good point. You know what I mean? Well, he didn't shoot, shoot any tigers. He only shot, like, antelopes and stuff like that. And zebras. Yeah, well, his son shot a here's zebra. Here's the photos. That's yeah. kind of crazy, though. It's, but, here's, but here's the other part of it. Um, when you, when you go on these hunts, which is essentially like hunting in a fucking zoo. Okay. It's like a wildlife preserve. When you go on these hunts, the money goes to, uh, conservation. So it actually helps these animals uh, stay like maintained. Right. Because otherwise poachers and there'd be no way to stop all the, the people from, you know, going after animals that they can profit from like rhinos and shit like that. They essentially, yeah, they've essentially made rhinos almost extinct. Like some rhinos are extinct and they've gotten extinct in our lifetime. So this controlled hunting actually keeps a lot of those animals alive. So it's really ironic. There's two parts of that though. For me, like I, I go, if you really care about the animals, then just give them your fucking money. You know what I mean? Like, donate some fucking money then, dickhead. Well, that's the other thing is that, no, you you actually have to kill some of them. But that's, in Michigan, that's so true. You get Lyme disease and shit like that. Like, the the animals will will start to disease themselves if they're overpopulated. Yeah. And so the DNR goes and they count them and they know what's happening and they issue so many permits or whatever. But I don't think that's happening with, I I mean, maybe it is. I don't know what the conservancy is in Africa, but, you know, in, in places like that, do you need to kill that many of them? I think they do in certain areas. You have to make, look, unless you have an abundance of cats, uh, you, you're going to have right. to have something that controls the population. And they don't want to have an abundance of cats. Right. That's dangerous as fuck. Yeah. You know, so in these wildlife preserves, I'm pretty sure they have to kill a lot of them. I think they have to do it unless they're uh, fucking around where there's I lions and tigers and zebra. Yeah, right? I think we do. Not enough. Not enough. We got a sick gene pool. Yeah, it's a little bit broken. But it's, again, it's a little bit broken when you think about the fact there's 300 plus million of us just in this spot. I think if you look at us worldwide, I mean, it's pretty astonishing, like person to person, how good we have it here. I think we're getting better. Yeah, we are getting better. I mean, we're moving up. Like when I talk, like, I I don't know, I talk a lot about like, like lately I'm doing this thing, this whole life challenge. And uh, what is that? It's like uh, this thing off this website, wholelifechallenge.com. And we started it down at a place I work out here called uh, CrossFit LA in Santa Monica a couple three years ago I guess this is the third year 
and it started with like 40 people doing it and now there's like 9,000 people doing it but it's like a it's an accountability program that speaks to nutrition mobility exercise uh consciousness um what what your daily life is like learning something new this week kind of a holistic look at your life you know and and just kind of tightening the game of like whatever it is for you uh-huh. but you know part of the thing like last week was find out like you can't eat anything fried in canola oil you can only eat basically a paleo-ish diet like no dairy uh no artificial sweeteners no, all that kind of stuff and um and so you'd have a lot of conversations if you go out to dinner what are your sweet potato fries fried in or whatever and, and you know if it's canola, canola oil no good duck fat would be awesome grapeseed oil awesome but uh you know so shit like that but like doing it for the last three years and talking to people and i talk to people about diet and nutrition a whole bunch people are hip to it now whereas before like three years ago people are like motherfucker he's a pain in my ass and now people are like oh yeah this is gluten-free and this is uh, is your is your chorizo made with uh any kind of wheat or any kind of sugars or no no we make it in the back and da 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 and it's fucking rad the conversations and there there does seem to be like a coming together of all these things well that's definitely we're being more informed about diet and that's the internet gluten-free yeah that is the internet 100% gluten-free nobody was fucking gluten-free just 10 years ago i never heard that shit no way that was really rare to hear. Yep. Now yeah, I can now order pizza on, on my phone. Yeah, everything is <laughs> fucking gluten-free. Yep. Everywhere you go, it's weird. Well, I, we're realizing the impact nutrition has on the, the real realistic you know, uh, impact it has on your health. When you see someone who eats healthy and you see someone who doesn't, yeah. and you see the difference, it's, it's pretty palpable. It's, yeah. There's no getting around it. And when you try it yourself and you realize yep. how much better you feel, and you start... You know, I... I, I, I I do uh, kale shakes every morning. Uh-huh. I have this uh, thing that I'm doing. And now I got a lot of people doing it because they listen to the show. Right. I can't tell you how many people that are running. You do a juicer? To. Yeah. Well, a blender. Okay. I've got a Vitamix. The bl- blend tech is supposed to be the shit. That's, they actually blended an iPhone in it. Blend tech? Yeah. But check it. Yeah. There's just a video. Go, go Google it because it's ridiculous. They, they blended a fucking, this blender is so bad. They blended a phone. I mean, it's a blender that can blend other blenders. It's ridiculous. And the idea is that it makes these smoothies because it can Crazy. cut through, it cuts through ice like butter. So my friend's into through, the juicing. Yeah. He loves it. But he says there's, there's different kinds of juicers and one yeah. like, it's an extractor one that is heats it up. Yeah. And then that ruins all the nutrients. Well, and so it's there's also like cold juicing or something like cold that. Cold pressing is good, but I'm not talking about juicing. I'm talking about making smoothies out of shit. Right. You eat, eat all the whole food, not just the juice. Right. Check the, this yeah. this blend tech shit out. You got half a screen, son. There it goes. Look at this dork. Check this shit out. God damn it, Brian. Brian. Oh, because you got the sound off? <laughs> it's not working. Right? This yeah. is my favorite sticker over here. Oh, Still, Brian. Yeah, that's, that's, <laughs> that gets said a lot. What? What are they? Why is there no volume? I don't know. Just there's no. Figure it out, bitch. That's weird. I can't believe okay. you're talking about the the Galaxy's better than the iPhone, huh? It's better looking I, to me for for Damn. for like. Going on line, same kind of strip screen. Yeah. If we're looking at Twitter, yeah, it's all touch screen. It's beautiful. I like that to be bigger because I have fucking fingers yeah. like toes. Exactly. Me too. Watch <laughs> this. He's gonna blend a fucking phone. This is crazy shit, man. He Watch better, this. He better drink it. Watch this shit. Do it, bitch. Yeah. Hit the button. Stop talking. Watch this. Look at that. 
He blended a fucking phone into powder. It was a fluoresce, so it doesn't make me sad. But, dude, how incredible is that? That blender blended a fucking phone into powder. Into dust. Look at that shit. That's gross. That's insane. Can you imagine drinking that? How smart would you be? Not that smart. <laughs> <laughs> Put a little almond milk oh, in that. Oh, God, look at these. I bet that's toxic as fuck. Oh. Oh. Dude, he shouldn't be inhaling Look at that. that. Right? Look what that became. That's, that's insane. You know what? That's what the universe is going to do to your iPhone anyway. That right there is a perfect description why we can't find shit from advanced civilizations from 15, <laughs> 20,000 years ago. It's called the Sahara. Yeah, it's, it's called the eraser of the world, which is glaciers. Glaciers are like set up as like if the world was an Etch-A-Sketch, glaciers are the big shake because they come down and they literally smush everything in their place. Yeah. When you're dealing with a glacier, a lot of people think, oh, well, it's ice and it's the ice is... No, 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 no. It's a mile high motherfucking mountain of ice that's moving. And it only moves like a little bit every year, but it crushes everything it's in front of it. It's hard to think about how big that is, yeah. a mile high, you know? Well, North America was covered in a glacier that was a mile high yeah. just 10,000 years ago. Just well, 10,000 years ago. They talk about they had sea fish that they find skeletons of in Denver, which is a mile high already. Yeah. And then what is that? that? That was under the sea? Yeah. What the fuck, man? They found um, uh, it, oh, uh, Lake Ontario. Like that, we were uh, we were in Toronto this past weekend, right? And you you fly over it. Like I've I've only flown over the the Great Lakes a couple of times, so you really get to look at it. You're like, why am I at the ocean? Like how am I? Uh, why, how is this the ocean in the middle of the country? But yeah. it's an ocean. You can call it a lake all you want. Yeah. That fucking thing is huge, huge. and that's not even the biggest one. No. There's way bigger ones. There's giant ass lakes, and what those are is that used to be glaciers, and they melted. I mean, it's, you wrap your head around it, it's, it really hurts. Yeah. It hurts to think that this spot wasn't even livable. Well, and when you think about like, all of humanity and like, how, how long, like, we're a blip. Yeah, we're nothing. Like, this isn't going to last. But we're like, so clinging to our house on the Malibu yeah. Beach. This is here forever. Yep. This is a family heirloom. Like, you're, you're, you're on the most unstable part of the world. Or what we think it world. is, or what, where we think it's going. Or, yeah. Like, Really? It's going to be covered in ice. The whole thing's going to cover again. It, it, the whole world is constantly rolling like that. Did you the hear about that kid? Shifts. No, not the kid, the polar bear that came off of a cap in Greenland, I believe, and fucking floated to Iceland and took out a troop of fucking Boy Scouts. What? That fucking, he's, the fucking polar bear on a fucking ice cap that breaks off. He's fucked. He floats. He's at sea for God knows how long. And he comes up on some fucking Boy Scouts and killed, like, I don't know, 12 of them or something like that. Oh he wiped God. them out. Crazy. When did this happen? Mm, I think last year. Oh. I just had a friend that did a, a show in Iceland, and they're like, it's fucking, oh. that, that's a beautiful spot. I'd love to go there. Yeah, Iceland's amazing, but fuck polar bears. Man, they're trippy. That's they, they come scary. Out, they come out like crocodiles or like great whites, like a predator. Mm -hmm. They come yeah. out as a predator. Do you remember when we, we, uh, we were in Denver? And uh, one of the times we were in Denver, there was a guy. I think you were there. He came down to the show. He's a, a local comic, and he's also – forgive me. I forget, I forget the guy's name. He's Fitzgerald, Kevin Fitzgerald. I think that's it. Uh, he's also a, um, a veterinarian. So he was talking to us about like little baby polar bears. They come out – he said like aliens – like the movie The Alien, they come out there. Just, just looking up, chew. fucking get you. Full teeth, yeah, full teeth. It's crazy, dude. It's a tough world. You see world that there was a fucking in, uh, just on on the LA News. There was it was like a mile out. It wasn't even that far out off of Santa Monica. There was like a thirty foot uh, great white. <laughs> Jesus. 
<laughs> I see babies a lot out, oh. out, out in the bay, like oh. out at Point Doom and shit when we go really? surfing. But like, they're, they're babies. They're five feet or eight. Eight feet would be a bigger one. But a fucking 30-foot great white, fuck you. Well, you okay. know, they said that off of Malibu is one of the richest breeding grounds that's for where they great drop whites them in all. the country. Yeah. My friend was out, dude. He went out to the end of Point Doom. Jesus and uh, says a little five-footer, it, it hit his board. Like, didn't quite hit his board, but the tail slap fucking <gasps> blew him. Like, it's crazy, dude. Dude, that's so scary. You think of a little one. It's five, pound, five, five feet long, but like how big that is and how much force. It's just a pure Still muscle. kill you. Yeah. Little one oh. will kill you. Little one will kill you just as easy as a pit bull could kill you. Yep. Yeah, that, that thing will kill you. Amazing. It's, it's, they're so terrifying, man. So scary. Yeah. It's like you're out there in the water. I, first time I ever went surfing, dude's like, uh, uh, big sea lions come up, they look like a huge fucking Rottweiler just, yeah. and they make noise and shit, claws and teeth, and you're like, holy fuck. And then, you know, you see little porpoises or dolphins or whatever the fuck they are out there. And I'm like, this is fucking rad. I'm just sitting out there looking. He's like, yeah, how's it feel to be in the middle of the food chain now? I'm like, dude, if a bunch of fucking salmon came up and just started fucking attacking me, I would drown. Like, I'm not in the middle. I'm way at the fucking bottom. If a bunch of crabs came up and just annoyed me enough to where I fell off this board, I would drown in time and they would all eat me. Like, there's no chance I'm in the middle. Yeah, if salmon were trying to jack you and knock you off that board, you wouldn't be you'd able be to stop done. them. You'd be done. A bunch of tuna came up and fucking whacked. You'd be yeah. fucked. Tunas are big, man. And then you think about what, what, what eats fuck. the sea lion. Yeah. Because those Sharks. are big, scary motherfuckers. Sharks love them. They yum, yum, yum. And they em. drop tons of great whites in there all the time. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, yeah. I don't get the surfing thing. I'm sure it's fantastic. It's I might beautiful. surf. Uh, maybe I would surf at that indoor place in Abu Dhabi. I think they got like an indoor oh, place. I'm sure they do. <laughs> or Dubai, one of those places. I think. You know, I'm going to play a Taliban guy, I think, in my yeah? next show. Yeah. You, you a little worried about that, man? No, I'm good. It better not be like this fucking is Innocence of Muslims video. That movie that's that. out? Uh-uh. You haven't you, you know what's going on with uh-uh. that? You don't know? No. Oh my god. I'm a so guy made I don't a movie. I don't know how fuck, how bad Clint Eastwood fucked up. What did he do at ah! the GOP? Forget him. The guy a guy made a movie with a bunch of white people with blackface on playing Muslims and made it about Muhammad oh. and Muhammad being like a pedophile and it's like really blasphemous. So because of that, there was attacks on American embassies. Uh, the American embassy in Libya got attacked. That and, was what it was from? Uh-huh. On September 11th. And um, this uh, one wow. guy who was the uh, American ambassador uh, for Libya was, was killed in a rocket attack. Yeah. You know, like, and then there's riots all over the world. And, you know, it was uh, like YouTube was cut off by Iran and all these different f- uh, places online where you could get this. They were all cut out. Like, you can't get to it right. online because there's so much dissent and so much revolt because of Over this a one video, video that one guy made. Video. Not only that, this is, think about the fact that Hundred, I mean, how? If you're being conservative, would you say 150,000 Iraqi civilians died because of the American attack? That's being really nice. It's probably way more than that. Some people estimate it's as much as a million. So let's say it's 100,000. Let's be real nice. They're freaking out about a bad movie, but they're not freaking out about a hundred thousand people being murdered. Right. I mean, this movie, all these drone attacks that but kill that's how crazy Pakistani soldiers. Yeah, oh, it's insane. Know? If you find the video, Brian, show like some of the video of it because it does look almost that bad. 
It's a terror. It's it's. And then the other thing wow. is that people think they really uh, the people inclined to conspiracy think that this was all done by the CIA and that they're trying to get well, us ready for this up war. On September 11th, just cause. Exactly. They're trying to get us ready for this war in um, in Iran, and the way they can facilitate uh, get the process moving right. along is to have these people revolt. So they made this movie, and apparently the movie was made, and then they dubbed different lines into the people's mouths. Like the woman said, that's not my voice, and the, the actress who's playing the woman, she said, I never said those things. They dubbed those things in afterwards, which also sounds like something the CIA would do. Just get you to act in yeah. one thing and then make it like fucking ridiculously inflammatory. Yeah. Attach you to it, send you out there, boom, you got a movie. The guy who was the uh, per- person who made the movie is apparently the same guy who was uh, burning the Quran. He was uh, he was involved in uh, doing some uh, some Run shit with the Quran. That, is this it? Shut up, Rustam. Is this the movie? I don't know. I've never seen it before. Oh my god, that is the movie. Marina, you Look at his face. This can't be real. Marina! Look how, how brown his face is. There is an angry mob in the street. Look, they didn't Tell brown his neck. Oh my god. This is the worst movie that's ever been made. Look at his beard. Ba- a battle axe. Yo, look at his beard, man. That that is crazy. That's no beard. That's the best beard ever. That's the best fake beard ever because they didn't even try. Look at his fake beard. These motherfuckers have Halloween beards on. Set the place on fire. Oh no! Whoa! Look at his beard, dude. Look at that beard. Fuck. Oh my god! He just. She had a just, cross on. He had to do it. Yeah, oh, he just hot. attacked this hot chick with a battle axe because she had a cross on. She's on my cam, so I think. What country are we in there? <laughs> this is an unbelievable. Because that was the hottest movie. Arabic chick I ever saw. I know. She was not Yeah, she was a Christian, though. Oh, That's why she's good? super hot. I can't forgive that. <laughs> that was the worst movie ever. Just that scene. I couldn't... Even if for the, the rest of the movie was like... You know, Team America was more realistic. Yeah, that was one of the worst movies of all time. If the rest of the movie was Apocalypse Now, that movie still sucked. <laughs> you know, you, you can't have a scene that bad ever in a movie. <laughs> if, I, yeah. if, I, if I saw that for in the best movie ever, if that was like five yeah. minutes of American Werewolf in London, you'd be like, "What the fuck?" Why am they let I their watching? little kid put this in there? Fucking a piece of shit movie is this? There's levels, and that 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 motherfucker who made that movie is no Stanley Kubrick. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> The fucking guy had brown face only on his face and not on his neck. This is a movie, Tate no Fletcher. No excellence. Tate Fletcher, this shit is not real. This is a goddamn movie. We're living in a movie. We're in a simulation. And shit like this is just little pieces of evidence that's like allowing us to wake up and realize this is not real. It's not real, Tate. It's not real. But this coffee's real good, man. Dude, this coffee's amazing. So what, how do you actually oh. do it? You said it was like butter and... It's bulletproof if coffee. Want, if you want a full explanation, yes. you got to go to... Oh. BulletproofExec.com. That guy's going to be on the podcast in a couple of weeks. But it's delicious. He's a, Dave Asprey. Yeah, yeah. You're going to have him here. Yeah, yeah. He's going to be here Dude, on that's the... fucking um, wicked. I'm such a fan. Everything yeah. I tag is butter or bulletproof or fucking... I love mm. the fucking guy. I'm all over his shit. And yeah. He... he uh, I don't know, like, there's him in, in conjunction with the dude that wrote The Primal Diet, this guy Mark Sisson, who you'd fuck, you should 
have him on. He's badass. I would love to. We had uh, Rob Wolf on. Rob's a good dude, huh? He worked out at my gym for a while. He's he was at Undisputed guy. when he was in Santa Fe. His old lady was finishing up a program there. He tried to get me to go from kale shakes to bacon and eggs. I tried it for yeah, a little while. Seems like yeah. a good idea. Yeah. Doesn't, yeah. It, it is really. a good idea. <laughs> no, it doesn't it's give you the same. all this, baby. Yes. It doesn't give you the same <laughs> amount of energy. It's a totally different experience. Um, it tastes good. You throw in a little bit of bulletproof coffee and you'll have that same energy all day long, son. You're ridiculous. Yeah. No, you got to try this. <laughs> you got to keep drinking it all day. It's caffeine. What's wrong yeah. with that. What's it's wrong like with that? Chocolate. What's wrong with that? Then you crash at the end of the day. No, you do not. Uh, you know, you know when you crash? you crash? When it's time to go to sleep. And you know what I want to do at that time? I want to crash. No, you just hmm. switch to Jack Daniels off There's, the butter coffee. What evidence is there that coffee actually is bad for you? Is there any? I mean, I yes. know that if you go too hard, it fucks your adrenals Here's the deal. up, right? Here's the deal, and you'll talk to Dave a lot about it, but he talks about the mycotoxins, the oxytoxins that are all in the blends of coffee and, and uh, molds attached to coffee beans all the time. And so, especially Whoa. if you're getting them from Starbucks or places like that, Uh-oh. like you ever drink a cup of coffee and then all of a sudden you feel like kind of down? Yeah. Like you, because you're poisoning yourself. Whoa. And so you want to be really careful about what? where you get your coffee from. So I only drink single origin coffee that you know it comes from a small farm somewhere. You want to really, you, you, you become a geek. You, dude, I've had coffee before and then I get sleepy. Yeah. What is that from? It's because a lot of AD, people, if you have ADD also, you get that though. It's, Boom. it's the I mold. I got that shit. It's the mold that is attached to the coffee. Really? So Dave Asprey talks a lot about it. Uh, has this been proven? I don't know. He's, he's like a, he's a scientist geek. Cause athlete, I saw dude. that on his, his website where it was like mold coffee must be mold free. All like, I know I is to that bring a napkin and test it. I, uh, that I changed it and this is all I do and it fucking it's a tremendous difference it's a thousand percent difference so it's called single origin if you get a single origin coffee which just means that you get it from the same farm if you have a blend or a decaf coffee your your chances of it being mold infested are through the fucking roof like well, he's 98% gonna, if you go to Bulletproof Exec um, he's got a uh, an article called "Why Bad Coffee Makes You Weak" right. so he elaborates on he what even talks he even here. talks about how to get stronger from just drinking coffee well if you don't like the taste of bad coffee the same reason why you don't like the taste of gasoline your body's telling you it's toxic the data on coffee consumption goes back and forth some studies show health benefits while others shows negative outcomes this might seem confusing but the simple reason is this bad coffee is good for you oh bad coffee is bad for you and scientists suck at differentiating types of coffee when they run studies on coffee so there's scientific tests that have no science because there's no static uh Model. So you say yeah. my trend of iced coffee that I drink every day from Starbucks you is probably poisoning me. yourself. Yeah. Really? Yeah. As Michael, much as it is when you eat gluten. This is fat. I've never heard this before, and I, I can't wait to talk to him about this on the podcast. This He's is nuts. Fascinating, dude. He biohacked his whole body. He talks about that he went up 20 IQ points. He lost 150 pounds or something. He How was did a, he biohack his body? He's an analyst, a securities analyst in, in uh, San Fran for a while. And he's like, I just went into all the different facets of my body. I thought about how nutrition is affecting me and bringing me towards a pharmaceutical, pharmaceutical answer. And so he says, I wanted to get optimized in every aspect of my life. And, and he just looked at nutrition and, and, uh, and movement. He even sells one of those machines. The first time I ever heard of it was Diego Sanchez when he was just off the Ultimate Fighter. He goes... And it's one of those vibrating. I got one of those. And he's fucking. He swears by. It. He's got one that he's making. That he's making uh, available. Like I don't know, fifteen hundred bucks. Something that's doable for the public. because they were like twelve grand or something. Yeah, they're right? expensive. Yeah. But if it's a, a Turbo he's, Sonic. It's he's called. all into all it's incredible. of that. I know, like high end actors that use them for like. But they do mobilization with them. That's like not that, the same machine. That's just a shaky like that. machine. This is actually sound. It's actually oh, really? sound that goes through your body. 
Yeah, it's a very interesting thing. It's the Russian cosmonauts Maybe started using it in order. No, it's a shaky thing. It is. Yeah, but it's it's actually sound. It doesn't make any noise. But right. it's it's a, a speaker underneath the base of it. The base of it is essentially like a gigantic speaker. I just use my Hitachi. It's. A, I don't think <laughs> it's a um, it's a really fascinating thing. It was uh, the Russian cosmonauts used it to stay in space much longer than anybody else was able to. Crazy without muscle atrophy and all that. Yeah, well, that was the big. Th- that's the big issue. That's how Brian does it too. <laughs> that's how he keeps that physique. That's right. Two Hitachis. So the thing. So it's a high. Like I drink. Look at the fasting. He talks about intermittent fasting on there too. And, uh, like, I haven't eaten today. I did a fucking 40-minute workout earlier. I've been up since 6. I fucking, like, and I'm not hungry. I don't get hypoglycemic and all that shit. But it's not that I've been calorically deficient. It's that I've fucked, I don't know how many calories are in my coffee, but a ton. I'm drinking a bunch of fat through my coffee. But Mark Sisson, that's the Primal Blueprint guy, he talks a lot about it. And the reason I switched over like that was because he talks about sugar burners and fat burners. And he's like, if you're getting a preponderance of your calories from carbohydrates... Your body, the mechanism never switches from burning sugars to burning fat. So it's only burning the glucose in your blood, which is why you need to eat every couple hours or else you get sluggish and all that kind of shit. Right. And, uh, and he says, in, you know, insulin is a storage hormone. So every carbohydrate that comes in, insulin shuttles it to store as fat for when we don't have food. But that never fucking happens because we're never in four or five days stretches of starvation in America. And so we just stay fat that way and we get hyperinsulinemic and we have diabetes later in life and whatever. Or, or you just keep adipose tissue where you don't want it. So the thing he started saying, he says, you know, maybe what you want to do is start eating less than 100 grams a day, go into a state of ketosis, kind of the way Atkins was talking about, but eating a lot of fibrous vegetables. And, and you know, you can eat a fucking bowl of steamed broccoli and not reach 100 grams of carbs. And uh, eat a high-fat diet. Like, you get hungry, you want something, eat coconut butter. Like, I put coconut butter in my coffee a lot, too. Or MCT oil. Like, um, just, what, what is MCT oil? Um, like, medium-chain triglycerides. It's another thing that uh, talks about fat conversion into energy. And so, like, with this, like, there's a lot of different mechanisms that are going on that are making me stay energetic all throughout the day. And also, if I don't have calories in my body, my body's mechanisms already turned in and attuned to eating the fat out of my body for energy as opposed to getting hypoglycemic and falling out and needing to eat some sugar right now in order to keep going. Yeah, we had Rich Roll on the podcast, who's a, a vegan uh, ultra-endurance athlete. Poor well. guy. Yeah, nice guy. Sad, but uh, the, the vegan aspect of it, but he was explaining the whole thing about burning fat, getting your body to burn fat. It's huge. You have to. I mean, I, I, if you want to be healthy, if you like, and it's just a little bit of discipline. It's not like I'm ever feeling like I'm, I'm lacking something or something like that. It's like... You're, you're sated all day long. Yeah, that's a weird thing about uh, us with our diets, man. It's like if you look at the average person, go to Disneyland or something like that. Right. Look, look at the average person. When you see a, anywhere you're around a giant mass of people, yeah. like so many people are so unhealthy. You know what you got to go to? Go to the fucking CrossFit Games. Oh, I was at the beach. <laughs> Holy fuck. <laughs> I was at the beach, and the beach was, was brutal the other day. And I was watching these kids uh, eating chips with their fat family. Yep. Everybody's fat. Their parents are And that's fat. in California, yeah. where there's a higher level of, like, people aren't generally that way. Higher yeah. level of cocaine. I don't know, is it the cocaine? No, yeah. it's not that many people on coke, dude. Have you ever done any of the stuff that makes the dudes eat their faces, Brian? Bath salts? Yeah. No. 
It only makes one retard eat a face. I have a feeling that is guy... It, is it good other than that? You could have talked to him into doing that anyway. That guy was, that guy was down to eat someone's face. Yeah. I have a feeling. Basalts. He'd been waiting. Yeah, he's fucking waiting to blame it on basalts. We all know one asshole, you know, that's one like guy. that. One guy, that's yeah, hilarious. That one motherfucker that just... He ruined basalts for everybody. Yeah, he ruined the whole gig. It was weird. He just had the munchies. He was mad hungry. Just talking about that crash, the TurboSonic site. It's crazy. Just us talking about it. That site is wrecked. Let's crash some sites. Let's talk about no, that. No, <laughs> you can't do that, Brian. You can't even say. You can't say that. I'm just kidding. You can't. But I'm just informing you. Are we being censored while, by the man? What's while, going on? While we're working together, you cannot put us in danger like that. Really? If you, if, yeah, that's actually a threat. If you talk about let's go crash a website, you're threatening to you to conspire to remove someone's product from business. Right. And the way it's defined in like the Patriot Act, I'm pretty sure that's cyber terrorism. Now, what like, are, what, you, you got to be real careful about shit like that. I'm not bullshitting. You got to re- be really careful. What happened with the Sonic Boom site that you're talking Turbo about? Turbosonic is that the, the device that I talked about that shaked. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, when we. Uh, when we you mentioned it, it yeah. enough people went there that it crashed it out. Yeah, yeah. Holy fuck. You're it's, powerful, Joe Rogan. It's turbo. It's not even it's that amazing. site. It's actually you know what's amazing to me is like watching this for the last few years, like, and, and we haven't been around each other a whole lot, but watching the explosion of a podcast, like, the, like the way technology moves and like podcasts just happened and yeah. how powerful they are and then the the reaching that it does into the world it's crazy yeah it's not like anything that's ever happened to me before there's a, a big difference between uh, doing shows now right like post podcast and pre podcast yeah like you know I always had fans I always had people right. that want to come see me but it's a, just a totally but different it's arenas now. like that's what Ari was talking about I, I'd ask him I was like how does this make it different for you and he's like dude it's fucking retarded it's, it makes all the difference yeah it's uh it's a weird this is this is uh, this is Toronto. This is me just going on stage in so Toronto. This is for, I, it doesn't even make sense when I hear this. It seems like a lie. It sounds like the Super Bowl. It's fucking rad, dude. <laughs> it was crazy, dude. For real, it's like one of the one of the weirder moments of my life. Really? Because yeah, because it doesn't seem real. Was that like a pinnacle show, like a, one of the biggest ones? It was pretty big. I've sold out Massey Hall before, though. I sold it out uh, last time I was there too. Toronto's just amazing, man. It's just a great town. They have a big comedy community <laughs> there too. So we did a uh, a show uh, the night before at this uh, not to be named site where they uh, have a weed show. And uh, it's a super secret. Only people within the community allowed. I, you know, I don't tweet nothing about it because I don't know what the laws are. Right, the last right, thing right, I want right. to do is get arrested the night before the weigh-ins. Right. <laughs> not, not a good career move. So uh, we literally landed at 9.30, called the dude up who runs the show, and we were over there. We dropped our shit off at the hotel, and we were gone. So me and Tripoli show up at this place. We walk in. We go into the back door, and it's just like this party. There's just people drinking. There's smoke-filled room. And the Iron Sheik is on stage. No. Yes. So we hear, and motherfuck Jabroni, and motherfuck Haran, number one Greco-Roman, number one freestyle wrestling. You hear him on stage, like, going through his shit. Wow. And it's just, there's so much smoke in the room. Like, I, it look, it's like the room is on fire. Does the Iron Sheik burn? Oh, yeah. Well, I don't know what I want to say. 
So I did too late. Did they have cyber terrorism, Joe? Why wouldn't Did they have some good weed? Totally did some cyber terrorism. Did they have some good weed? God damn, did they have good weed in, in Toronto? It's uh, just as good as California weed. I think it's universal now. I don't think. I think what right. happened was when the medical movement came along. The uh, California botanists got on it because they could be out in the open about right. it, and they started putting out the names of the strains, and you know, and telling you this is seventy percent sativa, thirty percent indica, and putting all the different hybrids out, and then everybody else just ran with it. So now I think when you get good weed, you're getting it's, it's good California weed or it's good Colorado. Colorado is right there with California, but it looks like Toronto's right there too. Like they they know what the fuck they're right. doing. And then Vancouver has like a medical program. They have like something similar. There, that's like where everything came from the base of yeah. Vancouver. Like but hash the Union was a documentary huge. that I was in a few years back uh, that they've actually shown to the Canadian Parliament. They, uh, they actually are using it to educate different Canadian politicians because most people don't even know the history of why it's illegal or what a big part it plays in the economy of British Columbia. Like, they don't even know. But it's it's like an it's a web holding the economy together. It's right. it's a big part of the industry. It's one of the reasons why Vancouver is such a wealthy place. And people don't want to accept that, but it's a fact. It is a commodity. Crazy. It's just as much of a commodity as living in an oil town. Right. It's just as much of a commodity. I mean, that money gets right. distributed back into the community, and there's a massive amount of it. And it's tolerated in the weirdest way possible, where it is and it isn't at the same time. It's legal and illegal. It's the, it's like they let it go. Decriminalized? Is that Not the term? I don't even know how they say it, but you can't sell it. It's like right. it's the, and they bust people. They find they, they, one of the things in the union, they found these undercover ones or underground uh, like uh, places where they were growing it with they had electricity running underground right. like they, they found those before in America too and they also had trains where they had like train cars and the train cars were all filled with grow houses they're all grow houses right. and they just like you know hundreds of yards of trains filled with Crazy. weed yeah i mean the 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 demand is insane the and there's money coming in and it's not totally legal it's a but it's a massive part of the economy. And the union, if you haven't seen it, my friend Adam Scorgi did the documentary. And I, I'm in it, too. It's, I, I go crazy talking about weed laws. But it's, uh, it's one of the best documentaries as far as like explaining how ridiculous it is. But in Canada, they watch this. They're showing this to politicians. These fucking monkeys we have in office are not going to sit down and be educated by something that actually makes right. sense. No. These ridiculous fucking people we have running this country. They uh, say that the lobbyists now, that, that, that even like, Companies like the pharmaceutical companies or big electric or whatever that they're that they're pushing lobbyists away. They're, they're, the the hundred senators that are bought by everybody, they're like, we can't. We've already we're already invested. Sorry, like that the bribes aren't even counting anymore because they're already they're already the sides are already chosen. It's the, the idea that you could just bribe someone and give it another name, call the, it lobbyists. The, the idea that you can be in fucking office that like that's what you're groomed for. Yeah. Like you ask a twelve year old, what do you want to be a politician? Kill that kid. Yeah. You know what I mean? What the right. fuck? What kind of weird kid is I that? I love that George Washington shit. Like, fuck no, I don't want that. They're like, we want to make you king. He's like, Are you what were we just doing? Are you guys not paying attention? Yeah. We but, just got away from that, you stupid. Fuck, man. Yeah, George Washington. Where's the leader that doesn't to want do to be it. a leader? You know? Yeah, that's with George Washington. Probably yeah. had to do it because if he didn't do it, some other cunt would do it and ruin the whole fucking project. Exactly. Yeah. yeah, but that was like unpaid. Yeah. You're not you're, like the whole thing is like it's taking you away from being a businessman, like a plantation slave owner mm -hmm. that he was. And uh, <laughs> you know, it's like I mean? listen, I got slaves to fuck. I really exactly. don't have enough time exactly. to run this country. I got wooden teeth, and I own a bunch of people. What did you think about that? Did you ever see the the uh, 
that Obama wasn't the first black president and all the other seven or eight black presidents. I've only seen that from the black Muslims. These dude, it's not, it, there's a website that yeah. is dedicated to it, but I'm like, Kelvin Coolidge? How come I never thought of that before? Of Calvin course. Coolidge. You know what I mean? It's like, my man. <laughs> he's yeah. like, it, it seems like I should have known that. Yeah, when was the last time a dude named Calvin was right? a white guy? Coolidge. Calvin Coolidge is black as fuck. Right? to be. But whole these, list uh, I awesome. wrote an article about it on my website way, way, way back. It was like, way before fear factor i was in new york doing a club and i was walking down the street and these black muslims the black israelites excuse me not muslims the black israelites have uh they wear crazy outfits like superheroes really oh my god you've never seen it uh -uh. oh my god it's amazing it's one of the weirdest religions ever they um they they make fun of regular jews these so-called jews with they curly hair and they 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 stupid clothes this guy was saying this while he was dressed up like a superhero like i'm i'm not Rad. i'm not joking i mean they look like a guy who's in like a move like a Charlton Heston movie about like people who lived in the Roman times. I'm like, that's how they're dressed. That's they're dressed rad. like they're dressed in these crazy outfits. Pulls up and on then, a chariot. And they like they will read the Bible. You know, saith unto he what you you know, and then they would say, What he means by that and then come up with some crazy ex and it's to keep the mud races and the white man and the, like all the different non African races it, like it, like whoa, how'd you get that out of that sentence? That's like, awesome. And you, you have to see some of the videos of these guys because you would swear it was a, it's a giant troll. See if you can pull some up, Brian, because a lot of people are not aware of them. What's, what are they called again? Black Israelites. Crazy black That's Israelites. Awesome. They all hate white people. The white devil and they'll do all this. And I, I sat there and, and watched these guys go off about white people. He let me sit around. Cause, uh, he, had, he goes, you're not Jewish, are you? And I said, no, no, I'm Italian. Because I'm about oh, to okay. say some shit. <laughs> I said, I'm Italian. He goes, okay, you ain't even white. You ain't white. I'm okay. Okay. I'm just, I just want to hear your, your rap. Right. You know? But a uh, dude asked to take a picture with me. I wish that one of the pictures still up on my website. But the picture was me standing there with this fucking guy. You gotta see the guys. Where are they? Oh, this guy's got an actual Bible. This man known as American. You are racist and you are twisting this scripture. This is a battle between crazy people. <laughs> this is no good. Let's not go to this one. Try to try to find one where it's just the other crazy people. I love just that them. Fat guy. The fat guy is like saying this twisting up the scripture. Yeah. He's like, you 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 you, you are doing the wrong crazy shit. Oh yeah, God. yeah, look at the outfits. Are the Negroes in America. Oh, I see. see, the Jews are one tribe of people. I see. That's where you get the, you get the word Jew from the tribe of Judah. Yeah. Okay. Or the Negroes. But who, who am I? Or the What's your nationality? I'm a what? What's your nationality? I, I'm, just, I'm just a person. No, what are, what are you following? You following the Caucasian? Yes. Okay, well, you're an Edomite. You're, you're an Edomite. Where does the Bible, Bible tell you that? 
Say where does the Bible tell you that? It tell you the Genesis 25th chapter. Are you guys against the war? Do, do you want us? Do you want us to know? We we will support the war. So, Heavenly Father is in control of the war. That's right. Right. What's that? right, right. So 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 you look at his awesome outfit. That all 12 tribes of Israel are is nothing but black tape? people. No, 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 I just, no, I did not just say that. Okay, I'm listening. Where, I said the 12 tribes of right Israel are okay, the right? Negroes, okay. West Indians, Haitians, Dominicans, <laughs> Those have shit Guatemala, written down. Panama, <laughs> Puerto Ricans, Cubans, North American Indians, the Seminole Indians, Argentina and Chile, Colombia and Uruguay, and the so-called Mexicans. So-called Mexicans. Where's the they, Chinese they, they people? Live, they live in Mexico. Was Jesus a Jew? Yes, he was a Jew. Okay. So why do you have Jesus painted like that's that? Not that's Jesus. not Jesus. Well, who is that's that? That's not Jesus. That's, that's the man called Six Steps of the Lord Jesus. Look at that billboard. Look at that billboard. Look at that billboard. That's him on the left That's the family. That is the family that painted that image. Yeah. It's a show coming out in April, and they're going to give you the whole truth in that. Okay, okay. Okay. This guy is not a good representation of it. The, <laughs> yeah, be the better representation is they read on. Read on! They read out of the Bible, and then they twist it up. But it's all basically the same thing. This guy wasn't spewing enough hate. They all yell. Yeah, he was barely do doing hate. He was just doing silly. He was going silly with it. He had like a cardboard, like a like an outfit. Looks like a fucking paper bag from Vaughn's. John's, not Vaughn's. He taped his shit on. Yeah, it looked like he it's taped like he it. He taped the trim. Yeah, I don't know why you have to have a certain outfit in order to read the word. I've always thought that was really interesting where people uh, dress up. And I, I don't trust you when you're dressing up special. I really don't because that's not you. You know, you, you should be able to go and do a mass in front of everybody dressed the same way you would dress if you went to dinner somewhere. Right. You should just dress. You should. You shouldn't wear like no, crazy no. outfits and treat you different. You could, if you want to wear a dress, if that's your shit, a velvet dress and a big hat. If you're that funny. kind of gal and that's what you want to wear, I think you should be able to wear whatever the fuck you want. But what I don't think you should do is dress like you're from another time period. And I give you extra respect, dude. All the people down in the neighborhood I used to live. Like all the dudes in the black wool suits and all that, and, oh, the, yeah. fu and the funny hats. Some are fuzzy. Yeah. Some are cowboy hats. Some look like a it Christmas wreath. Always fucking cracks me up to see those guys walking, and then you'll see a dude with a Bluetooth. Yeah. It's like you're in the 1840s, but you're Bluetooth. Like that's okay though. You got to wear this uncomfortable shit all day long. They only wear that one outfit. They yeah. only, that's the only kind that's of clothes it. they wear. And then I think those poor kids. You see these young kids. You're like, fuck, man. Yeah, they're they're stuck. They're stuck in a cult. But hopefully they can met in Yahoo their way out of there. Martin, I feel like the, we're, all, we're all in Yahoo. Yeah. That guy's a bad motherfucker, and he, he was stuck in there. I feel like you just got to pick your cult. Yeah, well, maybe, but that's not the one. No. So that's too restrictive. The ones that are too restrictive, it's just like people got out of control, and they had a... Like jujitsu, that's a cult. That is a sure. cult, for sure. You know? Yeah. The it's whole paleo brotherhood, movement, all the CrossFit yeah. movement, that shit's all cults, but it's all good. You're on a cult, cult radio show. That may, yeah, exactly. This is a cult man. show. <laughs> just got to pick your cult, you know? Don't get fooled, dum-dum. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's also what we were talking about before, is people would naturally gravitate towards groups, groups of like-minded people. Because right. everybody's fucking different in this world, man. There's too many different variables that could uh, affect people. So many variables. Yeah. This, that's why the idea of, of a country is, you know, it's kind of a, uh, it's almost like we're, until we evol evolve to the next level of consciousness, yeah. we're going to keep having countries. It's prehistoric. It's, yeah, it's going to be real hard for us to evolve past the point of needing a team past the point of needing a tribe. It's going to be real hard because some other cunt's going to come along and just kind of try to jack all the resources, control the area, 
you know some it's true it's like if you look at like what's going on in the middle east like how does this not blow up eventually how does this not overboil well you look at that shit that's going on whatever at least they have real food you look at what's going on with GMOs and with Monsanto yeah. and fucking the head of Monsanto gets appointed to, as the head of the FDA by Obama. It's like, I want to be on your side, homeboy, but holy fuck. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like, we're, we're, we're just controlled. I mean, Do they're know, controlling our food, poisoning our food. Monsanto made Agent Orange. Yeah. 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 They're a fucking weed fertilizer DDT. company for fuck's sake. Yeah. That makes our food. That owns all, If you eat any corn at all. It's Monsanto corn. It's all GMO. Really? It's all mutated now. Because all of it? The, wind, the, the way they shut down fucking farms, they'd put a farm next to it, and then they'd fucking sue them. They'd say, you're growing our shit. They're like, the wind blew, and fucking your shit is here. Right. They say, we patented that. Yeah, and then they and sue then the they farmers. And then they fucking bankrupt them. And they bankrupt them. Yeah, that's common practice. In and India, now it's a done deal. They India say someone the every country. 30 seconds commits suicide because they're, they're involved in a Monsanto contract that they can't, they really? can't profit from. And it yeah. stinks. Well, they're, they're suing. <laughs> they can't eat meat. They can't they're suing. Uh, they're the only country that's suing a uh, corporation. And they're in a lawsuit. They're in a litigation Actually, against Monsanto because the eggplant, they're trying to own the eggplant the way they did the, uh, the, way they did the corn in America. And yeah. they're like, enough's enough, man. Brazil won recently in court. Really? Yeah, the Brazilian farmers, they won billions of dollars from Monsanto. Now there is a cow. Those yeah. fucking Brazilians know how to do meat. They fuck, yeah, they do. Yeah, and uh, they um, uh, apparently... Not man, so good at jiu-jitsu, but they got oh, some fuck. They can yeah. cook some what? shit. There's some suicides <laughs> all over the world when it comes to... Uh, the Monsanto? Yeah, it's really scary. Monsanto is connected to 200,000... Suicides in India, two hundred thousand in That's the past amazing. ten years. The past ten years, in ten years, man. I had no idea. That's insane. Three hundred sixty-five days a year times it's crazy. 10. You know that suicide where organisms are dying to recreate themselves, like humans, like everything, like we're like like biology wants more biology, and like, and, and you've got a you've got a, a, a you've got self preservation as a gene in you. And where people are dying like that, like fucking what you're talking about, suicides there, or you're talking about the American soldier coming back, like it's fucking epidemic, dude. They talk yeah. about a dude a day kills himself that was in the army. <sighs> That's crazy. And it seems like something we should address. And I mean, you think about that 365 days a year, 10 years, that's 3,650 years, right? Or 3,650 days. 3,650 days, 200,000 people committed suicide. That's amazing. That's huge. That's amazing. I mean, that's almost, that's a lot. That's insane. And that's just giving hopelessness. How much hopelessness can I give to a guy that so a, kills himself? Is that like 50 a day, 70 a day or something like that? I mean, that's crazy. You're asking the wrong guy. Yeah, I'm, I'm the wrong guy to be <laughs> questioning. I think it's been broken down, though. It's been, someone broke it down like how, how many minutes, every three minutes or something, an Indian that's guy commits suicide silly. because of Monsanto. Well, India is massive. First of all, there's a billion people. Bunch of there. extra folks there. And Monsanto's like, fuck them. We're going to need to fucking thin the herd some way. We're going to need weak bitches to kill themselves. So we're just going to jack them. I don't know what the deal they have over there is, but I know that there's certain places in this country where these, uh, these, they, they, they make deals with people where you have to buy their shit. And once you buy their shit, like, it only works for a year. They have, like, suicide seeds right. that, that don't work. Right. And you, then You've got yeah. to buy it from You're strung out on them. Yeah, you're strung out. You can't. Yeah. Like, the old days, a farmer used to take his 
tomatoes and then take some seeds from those tomatoes and plant those seeds and make more tomatoes. That shit ain't happening anymore. Yep. They've engineered that out of the equation, yep. which is really nuts that they've twisted money, twisted it around. They've twisted life around just so they can maximize the amount of money. It's not like you couldn't make you know money just selling seeds. I just read the Monsa- one of the, the Monsanto headquarters. They all vote on what their cafeteria is. They voted no GMO foods in our cafeteria. That's hilarious. Isn't that awesome? They're like, we're not eating that shit. That's hilarious. So then what is that shit? Those are the people that know the most about that food. So what the fuck is that? Well, it gives tumors to rats. Like, they, they're just uh, releasing studies now that show that it gives fucking rats brain tumors it and shit. It just shows you got to be more proactive, know more about your life. You believe the government, you deserve to die. You like, <laughs> it's, like, it's like if you... Tate Fletcher Law. If you're looking for somebody else to be uh, relying on so you can get... Your health and your, yeah. like, that's fucking crazy. That's, that's one insane. way of looking at it. I think the way I'm looking at it that I would choose is that there's, there's got to be a way that these people can profit, that everybody can make a living and do very well by selling a legitimate product sure. that doesn't fuck people over. We just got to figure out a way so to what is stop that kind people. We got to figure out a way to stop people from putting money over humanity. And that's right. what they, that's from, like that documentary, The Corporation. Do you ever watch that? Where they, no, but they nobody does that. Well, yeah, that's not we true. We don't even Some vote that way. People vote and they say, what's going to be better for my taxes? They don't say what's going to be better for the homeless guy down the street. Butter poop. Well, fuck the homeless guy. You know, that bitch needs to get a job. Mm, what's his man, problem? There's a, there's a lot of stuff that goes on with that. There's a lot sure. of mental illness. There's, of course. I mean, I'm just saying that's how people look at it. You ever see this documentary? But I'm not inclined I, to do it. I am. Once you, yes, I have. I think once you get to be like a, a dude and you're pissing yourself and you're on the street, like bring you back sure. to baseline and build you up again. God damn, that's an effort. You know, right. I'm and not may, saying we shouldn't do it. We're never going to do that. Yeah. I'm not saying we shouldn't do it. But I it don't know what made that guy, him. but some, something went wrong and created that dude. We definitely need to patch this fucking thing up one way or another. Yeah. And having a company like Monsanto around ain't helping shit. No. And then what is that? Like when you talk about like, Every, every country, except for like three countries in the fucking world, the central bank is a Rothschild's bank. Or you, like you think about things like that, about like why Hugo Chavez is an outcast and, and treated like Castro is, is because fucking he said, I'm not going to sell my natural resources to the World Bank and, and, and assuage my debt. Like when you, when you look at that and you go, it's about money and control uh-huh. and you go, how much money or control? Like how, how many more billions do you need? Like yeah. what, what? What is that about? Or, or like you look at the thing where the where they break the oil pipeline and Halliburton comes to the rescue again. Fuck you! You know how to clean that up. Nobody knows how to clean that up. But you got a contract to clean it up. It's just more fleecing of the taxpayers. So we're paying for our own imprisonment. Like, and and that's the real rub. That's the whole game here. Is how can I keep the American public or all the public scared so that I can make you pay for your own imprisonment? How can, I, how can we spin the euro so that the World Bank in fucking in Germany can buy Greece? It's not just taking corporations. We're jacking countries. Like, yeah. that's crazy. It's, and it's all, from, it's all based on someone's going to try to make money. Right. That's the only thing that everything is based but on. But it's not even money. It's, it's, like, it's sicker than that. It's like a junkie. It's like when you tell me as a dope fiend and you go, if you're abstinent, if you have one, that's too many, and a thousand's never enough. It's like there's, it's an insatiable lust for power that they crave. Because you've already got opulence for forever. Mm-hmm. So what is it? It's just like we were talking about with the prison guard experiment. It's just human nature. 
when humans get to a certain point where they have ultimate control over people, they look at the regular people with disdain, they separate themselves from everybody else, they, it becomes a team of them, you know, these, these blue blood weirdos who wear fucking eyes wide shut masks and, and go around <laughs> fucking each other in the ass on videotape so that they, you know, have something on each other or whatever the fuck they do. Those, uh, it's, it's just like anything else, man. They just have too much power. It's too, they, they manipulated the system. There's a rig system. And they're, they pass money down from generation to generation. And there was unenlightened person teaches m- unenlightened children to remain right. that way. And right. it goes on and on and on. And it doesn't match up to the model of information that's out there now. It's, it's, not, at this, it's not like we're living in the 1500s where it's really tough to get worried out. No one really knows how the fuck anything really works because the whole, the whole country's in the dark. You got to go to the library and get books. You yeah. can't, you know, there's no cars. It's, it's like that era, to, to get something by in that era, it was almost like balanced. It was normal. But now it's imbalanced because everybody knows it's a hustle. It's not like, it's, there's no confusion anymore. Anybody can go online and Google the stories about Monsanto Right. Anybody can go online and Google lobbyists and find out how that whole thing works. Anybody can go online and read what people are saying that have actually read the NDAA and what a fucking crazy thing it is that Obama passed this. Anybody could do that now. And this wasn't the case when this right. sort of style of government was, was born. It's just evolved to a point where it's gotten too big. Well, it's so funny, though, too, about people because nobody cares. Yeah. It's like after the Bush administration, the the... The robbery was obscene and blatant, yeah. and nobody cared. Nobody cared that he didn't really have a grasp on English. <laughs> no, nobody cared. Nobody cares about Mitt Romney, how crazy he sounds. He's like, you can't roll down the window in an airplane, and so you can't get fresh air in the plane. Somebody's got to fix that. Yeah. Like, what? That, like that's insane. You're an insane uh, fucking person. You're nearly retarded, and you're vying for one of the highest offices. But that's not the crazy part. The crazy part is there's grips of people that are on your side because he's white it's so he's a businessman he's white and the the fact that he's a businessman the fact that he's been raiding companies and fucking how about what he said about he's that that videotape of him recently where he's going yeah um the 46 percent of americans that are just taking from the country they're just scabs on the country and we've got to stop that out these are people that were paying into into all these social programs that's who he's talking about is retirees and shit and well he's talking about he said what he's saying that 47 percent apparently i didn't know this but 47 percent of the people in this country don't pay income taxes they don't make enough money to pay income taxes and he was like, those people, I don't worry about those. And they still pay taxes because they pay, pay property right. taxes. They right. pay, you know, food taxes, taxes on food. sale taxes, yeah. everything. Yeah. But he was trying to say that they don't contribute, so they'll never, they'll never vote for him. And everybody was like, what did you say, you crazy it's asshole? It's so crazy. So you're dude. like, you can't concentrate on them. It's like, well, you can't concentrate on half the public. On people. Yeah, on half the people. You, you can't try to talk to them and explain to them that you can help them. Whoa, like he's an elitist. He's as clear and elitist so as it can be. I'm not into what Obama's done. I don't like it. He's it a makes, prick too. It makes me sad that it's that's, a bummer. that's that really had the hope. first black guy that's president who's a, 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 a liberal, who's a brilliant guy, who's Harvard educated, and this is the result. The National Defense Authorization Act, all the, all the, the, the ridiculousness that's uh, gone on with WikiLeaks. Make anybody a terrorist. Yeah. You've got zero rights in court. We can hold you indefinitely. All of that shit, dude. And like, and for him, I, what I was hoping for, I'm hoping the second term, it is he just played ball the first term. That's my, that's my fantasy, which I know isn't true. Chris but Rock's just, been saying that. Like, you know, the, the second term's and you do some gangster shit. I'm like, come on. We'll see. You can't, that's ridiculous. Yeah. If that's really the case, first it, of all, you can't. Freedoms 
freedoms taken away are never returned. No. It's, once you give away some freedom, yeah. it doesn't ever, never in the history of the world has it gone back. And, and I'm sorry, lost. retards, it's not World War II freedom or yeah. your great granddaddy in World War I or something, you fucking asshole. It's people that came and carved a fucking country out from England. Like that's yeah. the freedom that was fucking bought from with a wholesale clean slate place. Like we don't get that shit back. And ever since scared. then it's slowly sliding away. Yep. And those guys that built it back then, they knew, they knew that this could fucking fall apart. So they put a bunch of safeguards in place. And essentially lately the politicians have been cutting those up and, and, and selling those down the river and all without the support of the American people. We haven't told nobody was to even this. for that. No, no one's for it. Not only is no one for it, most people don't even know it's happened. I mean, I've talked to friends that are like really politically active, supposedly, and you bring up the National Defense Authorization Act, and because it's not on CNN, right? They, uh, they think like, oh, what the fuck, you know? It's but not, they get it's to keep real. it off CNN. Yeah, it's they like get that's to keep the it other thing. CNN. You got to listen to Jamie Kilstein, or you got to listen to fucking. You got to go to other places for that. You know, even BBC. If you go and go online, you could find information about that. But BBC, Al Jazeera, all that shit. You know, that's um, terrorist. Yeah, it's motherfuckers. It's weird, man. We got a weird world we live in, dude. It's very weird. It's strange. We got this woman uh, coming on next week, Amber Lyon. She's uh, from CNN. She seems interesting. Yeah, yeah. very interesting. She's gonna. She's going to break open some massive, she's going to, well, she exposed massive uh, censorship at CNN. She kind of told what it's like over there. And uh, we're going to sit down with her next week. and They'll treat her like WikiLeaks. They'll <sighs> well, her oblivion. It goes back to that thing about with the family on the train tracks. But it's too obvious. At this point, it's too obvious. It's too, it's too obvious that there's censorship. When there's issues, especially like the National Defense Authorization Act, which is really an unconstitutional act. It's, it's horrifying when you read what they can do. Uh, indefinite detention of American uh, civilians who uh, essentially have no recourse, no right to trial. They can just detain you. You don't have rights anymore. It's like the whole idea of this country is innocent until proven guilty. And the, the reason that is the case is because there's a lot of people that got accused of something that weren't guilty. Think it's that about, simple. Think about trusting the TSA, <laughs> the guys at TSA yeah. that you walk up on, because that, that, that's who is going to enforce yeah. this stuff. Exactly. Are, are people like that? Like that. Indefinite the, the, detention under the rule of the TSA. Just drooling. Yeah. They, they can't control what they eat. They can't control anything. Their flatulence is, is, is more widespread than mine. And their idea behind this is that what they're doing is preparing for a fucking Arab Spring type right. rebellion. Right. And we're going we're gonna to be able to have these things so we can legally do the things that are horrible and immoral. But since we wrote them down on paper, right. we can do it now. So we're going to do right. it. So we're just going to set it up nice and slow yeah. where we change the country and literally turn everything into a police state. Oh, and by the way, we're going to have drones. Do you mind if we have drones? We're, we're just thinking of pa ah, just pass it. We know what we're doing. Don't, don't worry. We're going to have 30,000 of them floating in the sky in the next 10 years. I was years. talking to people last week about this and they were, and the thing is, is like with the people that would vote for whoever your candidate is, whatever. But, the people that are so easily fleeced in the country, the, you go, um, if, if it's, you know, they, we pass a law, it's, it's okay to fuck your kids now. It's totally okay. You can have intersex intercourse with a child. Then they go, well, it's legal. At least it's not illegal. It's like it's yeah. such a fucking battle cry for numbskulls. Yeah. Well, they passed a law in New York City recently saying that rabbis have to get consent from uh, the parents before the moil sucks on the kid's dick after circumcision because a couple kids have died over the past few years because of herpes. 
So these asshole rabbis herpes can kill you. Yes, when you're a baby. Yes, wow. herpes can kill you. So these rabbi assholes with cold sores are sucking off baby dicks and giving them. This is not. I'm not making I never any knew of this that up. Was part of the thing. So they passed a law. So now there's a law that says well, you have to just get the parents' consent and you can still do it. You can still suck a baby's dick because it's a religious practice. Because it's a religious wow. act. And they do it because it says that in the Torah that you know, you're supposed to do it with your mouth because it's the closest thing to it and because saliva has antiseptic properties. Because this is how people lived thousands of years right. ago. So when they perform circumcision, got, the traditional method... Purell. Yeah, yeah, there's plenty of antiseptics. Although putting Purell on a baby's dick after you cut it seems rather cruel. Body, get him. They're gonna to be it. fine. Get, get him, toughen him up, <laughs> toughen up that boy. He's scared of oh. a little Purell on the dick. I don't know all that shit that's out there. Then what do you do with it? What's a recourse when you've got like there's nothing you can do? You about gotta NBA. make that illegal you first can, of all. But you, but you can't you can't fight Obama. Can't suck baby's dicks. You can't you can't fight that. Well, I, I just it's so disappointing that a guy like Obama was the one who came up with this. So then, like, what's the recourse? Or not just came up with this, rather, but approved this in in office. He had to stand. He had to do a, a JFK there. He had to stand up for that. If you're going to be a real president, you have to stand up for that. And you have to expose it to the public and say, look, this is an issue that I cannot sign, and this is why. And make a stand and say, listen, you guys can make a lot of money, but you can't do this. You can make you know plenty what? of money still. You'll Fuck have plenty of control still. State of the Union still. address. Why aren't you talking about that at a State of the Union address? You know what I mean? It's yeah, like- why isn't he? Why, why isn't everybody? Why isn't it, why isn't it a huge issue? And so then the whole hey, Brian, thing goes no back power. to me. Yeah, there is. You just turned off my power, though. Really? Yeah. What went off? My laptop. But that's well, right. my laptop is not getting any power. Oh, now it does. See, it wasn't working, dude. It was, I, I, I was getting no power for some reason. Yeah. Well, I turned it off. Turned, that, that switch is probably... No, it's not. Whack. <laughs> well, it's something probably the happened, connection. But I just turned that off and back on, and now it works. Yeah. I didn't touch it before that. Yeah. And it wasn't on. It's magic. It's probably that mag Shit's going to blow up. Well, this is a building that's r- super crazy old. This place has been here since like 1961. Really? Yeah. So the electrical system in here is really wonky. Was the was the uh, cannabis shop was that here before you guys, or yeah. they came in after you guys? <laughs> no, no, they were they were here before <laughs> us. We've only been. I started. I did my first show here in '94, but we've only been like hanging out here on a regular for like what two years? Mm-hmm. Probably two years doing shows here. So. The, you know, this the weed store was already here. Okay, this whole area is, like, very weedy. There's a lot of weed going on in this really? area. Yeah. They, it's real weird, like, where you can get away with certain things, where you can, like, teach people how to grow and shit yep. and have hydroponic shops and they don't come down on you. Yep. But this area is, like... But then you go. If you were in San Diego, you can't rock that shit in San Diego. And in Palm Beach, they just, they're closing them down in Palm Beach. Yeah. They're trying to stop. Denver, they stopped. They put a moratorium on them that you can't open anymore. There were so many everywhere. <laughs> They're so crazy. Denver's in, awesome. In, in New Mexico, they opened them up, and uh, they said they, they legalized it. Mm-hmm. for med- But there's like 10 prescriptions they gave out. They, they won't uh, give anybody a card. And then there's not really any. They didn't think it out, really. It doesn't seem like anywhere where they go, dispensaries have to meet these criterion and, or, or any of that mm-hmm. kind of stuff. And so they're like, nobody can be a dispensary. Or maybe anybody can, or they're not sure. I think it's at 13 states now. Really? I think 13 states out of 50 have some sort of medical marijuana program. The interesting one was Rhode Island, 
where Rhode Island said they would use their state police to fight off federal agents if they came down to close them off. Holy shit. Yeah, Rhode Island saying, you're not going to arrest Rhode Island citizens for this. And I was like, wow, Rhode Island went gangster with the Fed. Good. Because they were coming in and just arresting people who are not violating state law, which is unconstitutional, which is more shit. There's a reason why it's set up this way. So for the federal government to come in and say that, you know, we're superseding your state government, that's this is the reason why there's a state in the first place. It's so the federal government can't do that. Is that the only time to starve? The only time it was supposed to be where the federal government has power was when we're in a state of war. So we're in a constant state of war all the time. Yeah, we're just being a constant state of war. So we always can control. How about the cities and like there's real problems in like Sacramento, uh, where where is it? Uh, Mammoth. Yeah, right. That, <laughs> that, the that, that are bankrupt. Yeah. That now their pensions of all the firefighters there, all the cops that have retired. Sorry, we can't fucking pay you. We're bankrupt. Like, who is that fucking accountant? Yeah. Like, like you're just stealing so much <sighs> that the state is not that the, the, the state can't take care of this city that's bankrupt. It's a major metropolitan. Like, that's crazy. There's like three in California right now. But we're going to go ahead and send federal money after some guy smoking weed. Well, what's really totally important is that we police Afghanistan. <laughs> that's really important. We've got to make sure that everything's okay over there. You know, they got, they're training people, and then the people are just turning their guns on the American troops, just gunning them down. They're like, thanks. They're getting freebies. They, get a, they give them a gun, and they just gun down American troops. I mean, it's, it's happening on a regular basis now. Suicide bombings and all kinds of craziness over there. Dude, we had this guy Shane Smith from Vice, vice.com on, who told us about interviewing these guys who had kids strapped with dynamite. They're talking about how they use kids as devices to, 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 to detonate bombs. Like a vehicle. Yeah, use it as a de- vehicle for delivering a bomb. That's a child. Yeah. I mean, it's scary shit. And we're like, well, we need to be over there. We need to, we need to keep that place in line. Like, what, are we, what, are, what, what kind of a shit job are we doing of keeping that place in line if they got children suicide bombers well, on the, the regular? It's like, is there anybody that doesn't love their kids? Like, everybody that has kids loves kids unless they're really fucked up. It's not like you can't sell me on the whole thing. Afghanis, they just don't like their kids. That's the way Afghanis are. Like, that's fucking silly. It's like in North Africa where my friends would go on merchant marine boats and they'd go, dude, there's people with just their fucking limbs cut off. And I thought it was an epidemic, but they said, no, it makes them better beggars. Like in India. What? And, and so they'll disfigure or maim children because the best place you're going to get in life is as a beggar. Like, that's how some places in the world are. And so the, 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 the best, they're so frustrated and so fucked in Afghanistan, or if you want to talk about anywhere in the Middle East where they're like, they'll just strap bombs onto people and go. It's like, that's not crazy people. Those are people that are so fucking frustrated with their empty position that they're either going to kill themselves like the 2,000 people that are doing over Monsanto in India, or they're going to fucking try to make a statement while they do it. Yeah. That's what, fucking crazy. What a, Let's look what at a that problem. shit roll of the dice. Fuck. Being born there. Imagine being born in Kabul. And this. what are you going to do for those people? Yeah. A couple guys with an M16 are going to take care of that problem? Really? Yeah, hmm. yeah, yeah. Seems out. above their pay grade. You ain't getting out, bitch. You ain't, you ain't, <laughs> you ain't going nowhere, right? I mean, where, uh-huh. where the fuck are you going to go? If you're born in, like, Somalia, what, how, what is the best you can do? Be a pirate. You think so? Yeah, that's the best shit, right? All the, I mean, there's it nothing is, else. Right? You're going to starve or you're going to be like Tommy Lee at the club. Like, I'm going to be a pirate. Yeah, there's got to be a way to figure out a way to have a, an impact on people to the point where politicians are forced to recognize 
that we need another uh, sort of a, a another reconsideration of the way we're running things that we need a, like a like to sit down and like really plan this thing out because yeah. the corruption that we have it's not it's it's not that it's necessary it's just corruption is necessary the way it's run right here you got to figure out a way if you can figure out a way to get the internet wirelessly and throw it through the air how come you can't figure out a way to ma- navigate humanity right. how come you can't figure out a way to make things fair for people they kill those that unfair is what they like i know but isn't it funny there's just pussies that want they, they, it's like they want the cheat codes to the video games. Yep. You know what I mean? They don't want to actually play the game. And that's who runs shit. It's amazing. It really is amazing. It's, yeah. it's, I mean, you look at like Tesla and you look at what happened with... like He's like, I can take electricity from the air and give it to everybody for free. They're like, the fuck you can. Yeah. And then yeah. all his shit gets destroyed. Like, that's crazy. Well, Tesla apparently was really nuts too, though. They so say. Yeah, they say that he had... Well, he had a relationship with a pigeon. He was in love with a pigeon. We, don't, we can't judge. We can't I'm not judge. judging, but I'm just saying, I think in order to have the kind of mind that can create so many things, I mean, Tesla was involved in... Wasn't it you that was telling me about that, though, about like when like, that he thought that sex was such a distraction that he had to destroy his sexuality? Yeah. Like, that's a guy, like a, a fucking wicked genius, he thought of the radio, like that could do that, like... That guy, what, what does destroying his sexuality mean? Like, that's crazy. And that that was an encumbrance. Like, I'm sorry, I'm thinking about science too much to think about my dick ever. Like, I think he had some wild. sort of a relationship with a woman that really wrecked him. And it was like really, he was really twisted and confused by it. And it, it really fucked him up. So there was a quote that Tesla had destroyed his sexuality. That was the, um, hmm. that was the quote, that he had destroyed his sexuality, which is really fascinating, man. I don't know what that means, but I guess he made a conscious decision. He like said, you know what? This is obviously, a, this is a problem. This thing is fucking my life up. And he was willing to put his money where his mouth is and, 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 and <clears throat> stop the ball flow. I know a scientist who's, uh, <laughs> he, he like made all kinds of shit. He was on like Monster Garage, that, that uh, what's his name show? And um, wrote for like Scientific American and shit. Does all kinds of different shit, but thought I'm an, I'm an experiment and I want to change myself into a woman and did like a homemade, that would be a fascinating one for your show. This fucking lady did a homemade sex change and became a woman. Ooh, who's like homemade? Yeah, 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 yeah. Like with no, I don't think did any hormones and maybe self-administered hormones uh, and all like self-surgery crazy, crazy, too. Crazy, crazy. I don't know if it's a self-surgery fully, but wow. ended up. Getting I bet blue. it doesn't feel the same and it smells different. Oh, <laughs> interesting. They said that eunuchs. Uh, Super a, a interesting. Study. A study that just came out, um, a study of over 80 eunuchs from the Chosun dynasty, which ruled in Korea from 1392 to uh, 1897, they looked at the world's only record of eunuchs' lives and compared them to genealogical records of other men of similar social rank. And the researchers cross-checked their results with other royal records. And what they found was the average lifespan of a eunuch, and a eunuch is someone who has their dick and balls cut off, was around 70 years, 14 to 19 years higher than those of uh, non-castrated men of similar social standing. I'll give up so, the 15 years. What do you think it is? They were just like in less danger, less stress. It's probably just dealing with women. And you're probably it's it's probably just dealing with so much of that. The, the stress of chasing pussy. It's like really bad in your heart. <laughs> These crazy fucks. Well, how many people would even get out of bed really if it wasn't? For some pussy at the end, like know. whether to go work out or whether to go make money, it's like it kind of drives a lot of us guys to get out and do stuff. Yeah, it becomes the main motivating factor and for so a lot without, of people, especially that, early in life. 
And then I wonder how, like Unix are, why, why were they made Unix? To get taken care of. They were some yeah. kind of in servitude, right? And so Probably. they're taken care of. They're like on welfare in a way. They're, they're a completely socialist unit. So they don't have any stress about money or about who's going to steal their pigs or any of that shit, right? Right. They're probably, uh, I mean, it said dynasty, so I'm assuming that's like right, kings, right? Right, right, right. So the, that's interesting. Castration, what, which removes the source of the male hormones, increase, increases lifespan in animals. Let's huh. try it, guys. Let's do I'll it. I'll tell you what, man. I had my dog fixed when he was five, and he, he changed. He got really tired all the time. He got lazy. He just wanted to lay down. It was sad. It was sad to watch. It was sad. He was always horny and shit. So I was like, oh, I think I need to get him fixed. He's just a poor guy. He's like, he's in, you know, and they, the doctors would tell you. Yeah, the doctors would tell you it's important. One point in time, his, uh, his balls were aching. I thought he was in, I thought there was something wrong with him. He was like going down the stairs and he was yiping. I was like, what's the matter, buddy? So I wound up taking him to the vet and the vet, the vet said, there's a dog in heat in your neighborhood. And he yep. was he, his dick and balls were hurting so bad because of the dog and heat that he couldn't walk downstairs. He would yipe. Yep. And I was like, this poor guy's tortured. It's not like I got steady pussy around him all the time. Yep. The vet didn't give him release, did he? I don't think so. <laughs> oh, I don't think the vet. The vet. Imagine if that's what they do. All right. Why wouldn't you? That's the towel best over him. Yeah. Well, the vet's supposed to suck the penis. It's in the Torah. After he cuts it, he must you suck it. You need a it. Jewish vet. Yeah. Imagine if there was like dude, I had a religious dog. things for that motherfucker. His knot came out, you know, the knot in the oh. penis of the dog that connects them to like so they ensure insemination. Yeah. And fucking, uh, it came out past the sheath of his skin. And I just I looked at that poor fucker, and he's just hey, 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 not happy at all. And I'm like, good luck with it, you know. Like I just gotta yeah. wait till the swelling goes down, I guess, and goes in. But it's like you could see it almost. Tearing the skin yeah. back to fucking go back into like awful. well you know this is a funny thing about uh, animals that 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 crazy desire to breed in bees especially in honeybees the male honeybee has sex with the female honeybee and his dick explodes okay his dick lodges inside explodes? of her it breaks off pops his balls literally burst his testicles burst and his penis breaks off inside her and he dies he like bleeds out the honeybee he's d- driven to fuck. Okay, right. and he fucks, and when he fucks, he dies. That's it. It's amazing. Honeybees get like one shot of fucking and one shot of killing. They get one shot. If they sting you, the the that's stinger it. is that's it. It, it rips off the, from their abdomen and they die. They die. After they die. That. They die when they sting you. Well, that they, gives me consolation. Isn't least. that crazy though? What Whoa. a what a shit design, man. What is that? Right. What do you want, elephantitis? This is a sketch. Remember your testes and you. Here, what is this from? From remember Johnny Dangerously or whatever? Oh, Johnny Dangerously. <laughs> oh, that's funny. That's what it's from. You are a mad researcher, sir. Hi. Yeah, how could you remember that? Uh, this was my favorite as a kid. All right, cut it off. <laughs> Makes sense. <laughs> that was a good movie, though. Johnny. That was back when Michael Keaton was like the man. What happened to that guy? I don't know. Do you think he just like moved to Malibu and just? I feel like he got a little throwback from Michael J. Fox. I always got those confused, and maybe there's a little illness. Well, that's one of them was around. Batman. Yeah, it's hard, hard to remember. Even that. Michael Keaton was a good fucking Batman. He was a good Batman. I thought that, but I just watched it like four months ago, and it totally wasn't that good. Doesn't anymore. hold up. It was really yeah, bad. it doesn't hold up. But wasn't Jack Nicholson the uh, the Joker? No, it was uh, Jack Danny Nicholson DeVito. Was the Joker. Oh, I watched the one Danny with Danny DeVito. DeVito. Was the Penguin. Yeah. It was oh, the penguin. and my and Michael Keaton was in that one too. Yeah, he was the Batman more than once. 
Yeah, I think it was twice. twice. Yeah. <laughs> Have you seen the picture of Val Kilmer with his head the size of a pumpkin? Guy, and no. it just says, LOL, I used to be Batman. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That fucking poor guy. That was oh, yeah, so yeah. funny. Isn't he living in uh, New Mexico, yeah, too? Yeah, he does. He's got a ranch out there. He apparently gets mad at people for going on his ranch. They uh, go yeah. fishing on his He's ranch. Got, dude, it's like... New Mexico's like Hawaii kind of like you can't if you're not from there like that's one of the questions like if there's beef with somebody or you're on the road like there's it's like where are you from like is a like we're gonna fight now right you know what I mean and and uh like if you walk around like Oahu at night like that's if you're you're gonna scrap with somebody it's just gonna happen um and New Mexico's kind of like that and fucking he lives out in this place in Raton whereas like I don't know like you want to you want to it's like all families, old families. It's the same families that have had different families, and they're all kind of it's the, that's the community. And he, I guess, just pisses those people off, drives through crazy, and the whole deal or parties and, and really, it seems like very unwise. Like it, that's an indicator of how fucked up he is that he's not even aware of the danger that he's in. Yeah, but he's got a. I think some bad demons. You know. Well, he's a movie star, a big time movie right. star, and he's living amongst like real humble folk, folks that maybe make twelve grand a year. Yeah, like, and he's kind of flaunting it around. That's fascinating and loaded does, a lot. Does he have? Um, does he have like handlers or security? Uh, he's got, or? One of my friends used to work for him, and. Uh, it would procure shit for him, but I don't... I don't procure know. shit for him. <laughs> like, I don't know exactly what, what like all his life is like, you know? statement. Procure shit for him. Yeah, what happened? He just decided to, like, take his uh, movie star money and just check La- out for a few years? Last time I saw him, I, I did a, a show called uh, Felon that he was the star of, but he's, like, absent the whole time. And then I saw him on some Indian Grammys-type shit, and... He could barely get sentences together. It was like watching. It was like watching Bob Dylan perform. It was just like it was sad, man. Oh wow! But they are talking. They're in talks. Why is Bob Dylan can't get sentences? Dude, last time I saw him perform, it was like just slobbery drunk. Like Bob Dylan was. Come on, really? Yeah, 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 yeah. Bob Dylan gets hammered. Oh, he was at that time. Where was this? It was on. It was on some big award shows, like the Emmys or the Grammys or something like that. That he was performing. And Whoa, there was, there I was, never the, there heard was a huge black woman that was singing backup that ended up taking taking over kind of. Form. Really, it was, it was embarrassingly so. Yeah. Why have I not heard this? Yeah. Bob Dylan drunk. <laughs> Dylan sings drunk. I've never heard this. Yeah. I've never heard a bad word about Bob Dylan. That's one of the weird things. He's one of those dudes. It's like you know it's you not have a to bad respect. Word. He had a couple drinks. You know, let's give him a break. Okay, Brian, go to Bob Dylan singing drunk on stage on YouTube. Okay. Yeah. Maybe just old, dude. Old dudes don't talk well, so well. it could be. Who knows? Get to a certain level. You see it? Yeah. Let's see how drunk he sounds. Oh, can you get some volume? Oh, this just seems like a fake video. Why do you say that? Because it's... All right, we'll see. What is that? Brian, I'll suss it out. Do you know how to get noise out of it this time? He can yeah, see it's got noise. It's just not loading up. And it's got... What what's the tip off that it's fake, Brian? Uh, the here it goes. Yeah. Honestly, that could just be him. That's just someone being old. Yeah. 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 I, don't know. I think that's that's, that's off. Seen. But there was something else. Yeah. Well, if you Google it, there's like apparently a bunch of them. <laughs> 
<laughs> Bob Dylan drunk. Another one. So tell me Some about people. your kettlebells. What about them? You want to know? I, I want to. I want to know. Uh, are they shaped like monkeys? <laughs> can't talk about that. Right really? Now. <laughs> are they not? Are they not out yet? No. Really? I can't tell you that, man. You just because I need to buy kettlebells for the gym. I'll get you some. Okay. Yeah, we'll uh, get you a thumb through on it. But it's um, the um, uh, the the kettlebells that we have uh, are the the same ones from uh, Troy. You know those big okay. fat handles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're they're excellent. Awesome. They're the shit. Would you still have that um, kettlebell? Um, yeah, I've got a CrossFit Jiu-Jitsu gym. Like uh, my, in Santa Fe, my tenth planet satellite has got a CrossFit gym in it in Santa Fe. Yeah. Are you going to train down here while you're while you're? Yeah, down? yeah. Usually, yeah. I'm down at Scotty's. Usually, cool. Uh, down on Pico. Where's he at? He's at like Pico and Doheny. Okay. Yeah, I don't get down there. Tenth Planet West LA. Paula. Dot com. West LA. Scott so, Epstein. There's so many different satellites now. Alders dude, there's how many? How many? Fifty? I don't know. He's got a lot of different. I know. I want to go see Alders too, dude. I really want to. I haven't seen Alders in a long a, time. It's at a good Muay Thai gym too, which is a, a nice little nice. Pro. I see I he's got a lot of fighters there. Yeah, I gotta find a good Muay Thai gym, someplace to do some Muay Thai. I need to mix it up a little bit. Do you want to spar or what no. do you want to do? Then no, why don't you just get a guy to hold pads? You know. Yeah, that's good. I like to do drills too. Just the the just the rattle in the dome is not good for you. Nope. I know too many dudes who uh, who are getting a little weird just from sparring. How many sparring. people that don't quit soon enough? Yeah. You know. Yeah, it's a it's a tricky thing, isn't it? I mean, you retired. For folks who don't know, Tate was on uh, season two, The Ultimate Fighter. Three. Three. Season yeah. three. Michael Bisping's year, the yep. year that Bisping won. Yep. Tate was on that, and uh, you had a couple fights after that, and you're like, you know what? This is. Yeah, it's it, it. You know, you just get diminishing returns after a while, and you got to make that choice, I think, and and go, what um, what's the payoff here? And right. even even if you're really getting really big big payoffs, like like Chuck Liddell money at that mm-hmm. time or something like that, it's like, what is the payoff of forever? Kind of having like. Like thinking everything clearly because mm-hmm. I've been knocked out a couple times and and uh, and there's times after that where you know that you're not enunciating you're not you or you have to really think you have to really put thought into your mechanisms to get the words out clearly and you're like but you're thinking it clearly but it's just not going to your mouth and you're like like when I thought that I'd be like holy fuck and I talked to Jardine about it a lot and he's like yeah I'm doing crossword puzzles I'm like me too like every morning we're doing crossword puzzles after sparring. But it's it's fucking crazy, dude. That's but that's, that's what George shit. Foreman said too. Really? Yeah. I don't know that it helped. Um, not George, for, but myself. You know, like you you wonder uh, you wonder what that is, and like you you would talk about it always rang in my head. You know that they don't even know till ten years after the concussion what the damage is. And then I start thinking about residual damage, like not even knockouts, but dudes that are just getting jarred. It's like you're getting fucking jarred all the time, and, and like. Even just wrestlers, man, like our football players, everybody gets it. It's not just people with head trauma uh, that's directly. It's like it's the vibration in your body and the shaking of that head. You know, I, I mean, I know stuntmen that have it, too. But yeah, it's uh, it's a real dangerous thing. And it's something to really be cognitive about and to go, what what is enough and where do I go from here? And, and what will the rest of my life be? And 
And the big thing I think with fighters especially is like here's a bunch of dudes that, you know, there's not everybody that's a Kenny Florian or something like that that's like a, and by that I mean like a, a, a career in, in law perhaps that, that he was going to have, right? Wasn't he a law student at one time? I'm not sure, but, you know, he's There's a bunch of highly fine. educated fighters, yeah. you know what I mean, that, that are out there. And now, yeah, he's got a great job as an as a, uh, analyst and all that. But he also has a gym, you know, he has his own gym. I know he still right, has his brother a runs, place. Right? He, I think he opened up a place in, in Beverly Hills too where he's going to. Oh, right on. Yeah, he knows what to do. I mean, Kenny Florian's a really smart guy. But there's, there's that kind of thing and that's only so many guys and so then you think you know all these guys that were working construction or that were working as bouncers or whatever what what am i because now i'm a fighter it's kind of a heralded thing you get and people are like in the store and they go oh look he's a fighter and like what are you now though and that kind of getting to the root of yourself at the end of your career and going who am i without this or or if you move to a new place, like a new city, and you don't have the same job, you don't have the same friends, you don't have the same girlfriend, you're broke. Like, who are you now without any money in your pocket, without, without any, yeah. any of that? Like, and really getting to the base of yourself as a human. And, a, and it's, it's a scary question, I think, that that is the reason that guys stay too long in those sports is because they're like, well, fuck, what would I be without this? Right. And to me, that always seemed like a prison. Like, I never wanted to be in a position where I was going, oh, well... I'm a slave to this because I don't know what else would be possible. And I'm like, I want to live in that infinite possibility that, that anything's possible. And let's, let's go jump off the cliff and see what's down there, you know? Apparently, Bob Dylan was in a motorcycle accident. Really? And uh, he was talked into by uh, his, uh, his uh, band into getting speech therapy. Because he was in sort of denial about wow. a slurring of the words after yep. the motorcycle accident. How dare so that's, me? That's apparently the story online. How dare me for According to... to some dude on my message board named KM Design. My apologies to Bob Dylan yeah. and his family. You did you're thinking Bob, but you think a good guy's that creative probably has some demons, probably just getting lit up every night. Maybe he just gets drunk and he's got a head injury. Could maybe be. it's both. He's got a great publicist. Maybe, maybe he was getting <laughs> hammered and he's like, I need a good excuse. Yeah, he well, got I'm himself a motorcycle accident. Crash, son. I'm a victim. <laughs> <laughs> well, I remember clearly when uh, fucking Crazy Man had that... Uh, the motorcycle accident where he hit um, the fuck's his name? The guy who's uh, is always crazy on those reality shows. The older guy, Lethal Weapon, oh, Gary. Yeah, 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 Gary Busey. Gary Busey. Uh, Gary Busey had a legit serious impact with a curb in his fucking oh. head and almost died. And his head changed shape. Like if you look at his his face, pre motorcycle accident and post motorcycle accident, one of his eyes moved up. Or moved down. I saw a guy yeah. fall out of a car today. Oh! They're hey. they're taking a right oh, off of wow. Olympic, and uh, and I saw the door was open on the car, and, oh, and then no. they they go to start taking the right, and I see a hand reach out to grab the door, and he bends the corner, and and I'm kind of looking back, and boop boop boop, the dude falls out. I was like, how does oh. that even happen? This is so weird that you asked this. For in the last week, I've seen maybe three or four people fall on the ground. Like, I'm driving, and I just see, like, a, a woman fall. Crazy. Like, I've had three or four times this week I've seen it. Like, have you noticed any people falling lately? <laughs> no. Like, is this just, like, a coincidence that I, feel I like see we should call it, seeing we all should, these we people should, falling? Does this have to do with chemtrails? Oh. I don't know, man. Tower call 7 Bravo. Falling. Call Eddie Bravo, see if there's a, a falling conspiracy. He'll tell you it's orbs. <laughs> Something in the air. Man. Chemtrails making people fall. 
The I don't know. I mean, do you think that there's a? You really think there's a conspiracy that people are falling? I don't know. I'm just saying, like this week, I for some reason I've seen so many people fall. Where I'm just like driving by, like, should I help this person? Oh, there's a, like an ambulance it's right a there. Terrible right photo of a, a person in China today that was run over by uh, a street flattening truck. They were trying oh. to get protesters out, and the guy w- stood his ground like so a paver. They, yeah, they ran over him. Holy it's, oh, it's, wow! Yeah, it's horrific. It's like Tiananmen Square all over again. Yeah, it is. It is. Yeah, the, in China they'll still run you over, man. You getting, you know, they're not quite there yet. With no here. recourse. They're not quite that yet here, but as long as the government keeps passing shit like the NDAA, that's around the that's around the corner. The flattening you with a steamroller. Well, act. and now and now and now you can't you can't even you can't occupy Wall Street. God damn it! It's like you can't. He made that a felony to 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 uh, peaceably protest without a permit. Yeah, and so now that's a felonious act to go and assemble to protest corporations, which our fucking government is simply a shadow for anyway. Yeah, yeah, it's it's Ugh. it's weird. Gross. It's like how much can you? How much can you just enjoy it and uh, just live life and try to you know to to be cool in your own community and be surrounded by exactly. Your own, you you try to only rock it that way, but you gotta always think that these motherfuckers could come in and fuck up your shit yeah. and think that they're allowed to. It's like. You really aren't that much connected to someone who lives in Washington, D.C. You're just not. They're too far away. It's really crazy. But someone who's got a boner for you in Washington, D.C. that has power could decide to use it and find some reason to fuck you over and come after you, especially if you're involved in something that they've written down on paper that says you're not allowed to do. Or even if you're not and you're opposed to that thing publicly – then you're vilified in another, you know, they can do whatever they want to get behind that. And it makes me think those people just haven't had like some nice steamed broccoli and a steak. Well, get yourself a good ribeye, medium, and go and help some people. What feels fucking better than helping people? Like go out and help, mm. like as far as like, like how we can shove people down, how we can control people. How about you help people? There's an enrichment there. And then when everybody does better, everybody fucking does better. And it's a fucking universal law, you cocksuckers. Yeah, it is. But the problem Fuck. is you're dealing with people that, first of all, are completely unenlightened. Ugh. And again, they're operating. The, the people that are in power now, besides Obama, who's essentially a, a child of the internet. I mean, he, right. he w- existed before the internet, right. but he's had massive amounts of access to it since the 1990s when it was around. So he's, he's basically grown, maybe not grown up, but grown with it. But the other people that are in, like if you look at like a Newt Gingrich type character no or Dick Cheney, yeah. those guys are operating on the old way they're operating the old way of corruption when you can get away with shit like on rand contra you could bribe off judges and figure out a way to sneak shit under the door and change the law so it makes what you're doing legal and they that is the way they've been rocking it since the beginning of time it's going to take the next generation coming up it's going to take we had this guy david seaman on the podcast who was a congressional candidate or is a congressional candidate he's 26 years old and he's uh, you know trying to expose all the bullshit that's going on in 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 politics and in in with the lobbyists and just it's it's so much for a, a young guy to take on if you really want a career in in cleaning up corruption and you want to actually live and not get sniped you gotta you, you know or become a pedophile or whatever else they put on you I mean they right. can make him whatever you know that's the scary oh, sure. part yeah they can or easily go turn you know what criminal we'll give you five million dollars. Like we have that—that's easy money. Just get on our get on our, get on board. 
Yeah, and they can figure out a way to compromise you nice and slowly. Yep. You know, nicely and slowly. They just didn't, slow cook. Didn't they ass. do that with um, Kennedy? They brought him down to Cuba and got him some hookers and shit. And Maryland the mob filmed they paid them. for Maryland. They paid for Maryland. Maryland went Maryland down there. Paid her like. I, I think know. you're making shit up now. Dollars. I see that face. <laughs> a thousand. That's the yeah. I'm making shit up. Face. It's only a thousand for Maryland. She, was, she wasn't that expensive. What do you think a thousand bucks is worth in the Maryland Monroe days? It's probably like, could you get a car for a thousand bucks? Yeah. yeah. Is that six grand? Really? Maybe. Well, they were talking about what, what's like a brand new Mustang, like when the Fastback came out, like okay, sixty-five, like thirty-five hundred bucks or something like that. New Mustang. Nineteen price. In, let's go at nineteen sixty-three. Because I think a fastback, if you got a fastback or you could have Maryland for a week, like that's probably comparable. Mm. Yeah, I yeah. don't know. What, a fastback or Maryland for a week? Yeah. No, you need a flashlight and a Mustang. That's what you need. Pretend. Oh, shit. <laughs> pretend you, a week, you'd kill yourself. You'd be like, I can't believe I could have had a fucking 1960 Mustang. I could have had a flashlight. <laughs> <laughs> I could have had a V8. I'm going to a flashlight party tomorrow. Oh, are you really? Yeah. Wow. Fascinating. Are you gonna Are you gonna talk to girls there, Brian? Lexus, Texas is gonna be there. Oh, that awesome! Girl's got Big a, old booty on her, that right? Girl's got, booty. That I've girl seen is her on film. Proof that we that men don't give a fuck about skinny like mm-hmm. stick figure type chick. Thick that is legs not what and we ass. like. Thick legs and ass. That Thank you very much. At least five pounds. And a smile. Yeah, Does she yeah. ever not have a smile? Oh yeah, even when she's blowing guys, she's smiling. I've always wanted to meet her. These are all Mustangs for sale. It doesn't really say what it cost back then. Oh, wait a minute. If we do like a price circa. There's a bunch of different sites. Missy Martinez. I don't know who that is. Who's Missy Martinez? My new favorite. You know, like, you're ahead of the curve, kid. (laughs) He's got the ones that just moved from Arkansas. They've been here three weeks. Caden Cross, you know her? Uh Uh-uh. She's hot. Yeah, I've seen her before. Sam Tripoli? Sam Tripoli is the hottest one. Is he going to be there with the twins? Yeah, I heard Brian Cowan's going to be there. That seems like a bad idea. Mm. (laughs) Why is, Why that, is a that a bad idea, idea, Brian? What? Why is it a bad idea? Just so many hot chicks. He's going to go crazy. Mm. Oh, man, he's a, he's a handsome guy. He's going to kill him with his comedy. Who's better looking than Slay. Brian Callen, really? Probably I know. you. He's romantic. And then next in line, Brian. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still waiting for Brian to take me to Olive Garden. Oh, it can happen. And what's going to happen when you get there, Tate? <laughs> we're going to have uh, we're going to have a sensible meal. We're going to have butter coffee and. What happens at Olive Garden? I don't even know what happens behind those doors, Brian. You've ate at Olive Garden. Okay, you, you have eaten. A soldier eaten. with hic- a soldier had hiccups. Okay, and one soldier was trying to scare this soldier out of his hiccups, and the way he did it was shooting him in the face. That would work, I guess, to cure the hiccups. Yeah, that seems like the worst excuse for shooting your buddy ever. And he's being charged with manslaughter. This is just not murder. No, I because think he had a stupid excuse. He pulled out a gun in order to scare him and so stop crazy. the hiccups, That's and the gun crazy. went off. That's crazy. And he blew the guy's brains off. I feel like if you make that poor decision, we should put you in prison anyway, regardless <laughs> if it's manslaughter or whatever. Well, when you think about these guys that have been over there and have seen action, you know, if you've if you ever seen some of those uh, soldiers against the Iraq War, where they uh, they 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 talk about uh, all the different shit that their commanding officers told them to do, and right. the first guy who gets yep. a knife kill gets like days off, and yep. like you to kill people with knives, like, yep. and um, you go from that to like the regular world. It's true. How, it's a different yeah. thing. Yeah, you can't. It's almost like you have friends to, that were like in in, in Blackwater or that were. Oh. Uh, Force Recon Marines and shit, and it's like 
that's a it's a different thing that they live with and that years i think like maybe maybe never six years or something before like my one buddy didn't want to shoot himself in the face <laughs> like every day afterwards like and you live through shit like that <sighs> you're, you're you're at a you're at a young age and you're asked to do horrific unimaginable things for a cause that then it comes to light eventually if you're a thinking person all like we're not even supposed to do like this is unjust isn't it amazing Ugh. how our depictions of uh, like if you look at like theatrical depictions or you know ro- or romantic movies about war, very little of them dealt with the real horrors of right. war. Look at our fucking news. Yeah, I mean if you go to S- Spain or something and look at the news, there's bodies, there's body parts, there's there's the mm-hmm. horror of what death is. And here in America, we don't have any of that stuff. We got that's why zero. we have nine percent unemployment, and Spain has twenty five percent. Is that why? That's the yeah. Reason? It's bad. Oh. It keeps people out of work. I have no idea. If you want to see violence on TV and reality on TV, you hate America. Oh, we're not ready for that. Oh, <laughs> that makes sense. Who do I vote for? You, you, imagine what it's like for people that have this, like, well, I've talked to a fucking guy. I talked to a guy who was at the ice house a couple of weeks ago who came and told me about, uh, he actually joined the army to, uh, to try to pay for school. And then a month later, September 11th happened. Oh yeah. So he got shipped off to Iraq and he was telling me about what an insane clusterfuck it is. And then how, when he first got there, right when he got there, to he Iraq. was like, yep. He was like, well, you know, I guess at least we're coming over here, getting rid of a dictator, you know, getting rid right. of stopping something you like September 11th happening. And then his commanding officer said, what the fuck are you talking about? We're here to get oil. That's what we're here yeah. for. Like his commanding officer broke it down Dude, for him on the way. My stepmom was like that. She was like, well, we're, you know, we're giving freedom to those people and this and that. I'm like, yeah. if that were even true, Tell the mom in Minnesota who just fucking got her boy back in a bag yeah. about Iraqi freedom. Like, he doesn't yeah. know. Who gives a fuck? Yeah. These are dead people. Like, for, a, for, for, we're going to push freedom at, a, at the end of a gun. That well, makes it's, sense. It's the ultimate irony, too, is because we, we got that guy in power. You know, the idea right. that this dictator. How did he become a dictator? He got a dictator because he's backed how by the United Noriega? States. And then Noriega says, I'm not playing ball. And they say, well, we're going to kidnap you then. A sovereign leader from another country. We, we send in special ops and kidnap him. The only place where they, awesome. they, they rock it in a healthy way is places like like fucking Iceland and shit. You gotta yep. go. You gotta go where it's really True. cold and no one wants to go and there. And those people are down for their yeah. country. Like, yeah. the, you would never have, you don't have fucking food that's bad for you. That, you know, you know right. I mean, you can eat shit, but it's like, there's there's not, there's not like a conspiracy to hurt the populace. It's like, the government is for the populace there. I think it's because it's small enough. There's only like 300,000 people in Iceland yeah. or something like that. It's so you very throw, small. You could throw bankers in jail there yeah, too. Yeah, yeah, they yeah, do yeah, shit yeah. like that. Yeah. Well, I just watched uh, Lawless fucking what is that rad it's a movie about moonshiners and and during prohibition like tom hardy's in it uh, oh yeah that's a good movie dude it was fun man but did you just come out yeah i just saw it last night i haven't heard shit about that you hear anything about yeah. that it was good you're gonna like it really and fucking and like the way they deal with the law they're like a couple sheriffs come through and they're like you're trying you're not trying to you're trying to intimidate us and and fucking the brass knuckles come out and shit and it's like it's like as long as you're righteous everything's cool well yeah we'll honor that badge but if you try to get silly you want to extort money from us hmm, all right we're gonna talk with a bat it's, a, it's, it's well, wild. that's how people lived back yeah. then Did i mean you, if there was really a time where it was fair <laughs> right exactly exactly and we look at it you know you know it's like good guys and bad guys no it's bad guys and other bad guys yeah it's all bad guys. it's all bad guys it's all back bad then guys. and that's you know we're, we're the end of that 
where we are as far as humanity has ever gone. What we are today, September, what is it, 27th or something? And 20, what is it? 25 or 6th? December 25th. September 25th, 2012. What we are today is the accumulation of era upon era of human error, learning and improving upon that and society moving forward, technological innovation, conquering different countries. We're at the end of that line. This yep. is like as good as people have ever been ever, like right now. The most capable we've ever That's been. That's what we think. The, the most information access. What about all the sand people? Oh, those motherfuckers. Oh. No, the people that have turned to sand, like the iPhone. What about oh. all the other civilizations? Oh, the people that got the, whacked out, you mean? Yeah, I mean, maybe, yeah, who knows they didn't the, make were it. the most advanced? They didn't make it. Um, yeah, I wonder. I wonder if there's been other civilizations. They, they keep finding shit. They keep Did you hear about that, that, old that cities. telescope? You, you ever listen to that dude, uh, a black guy used to work for NASA, um, Tyson uh, Degrassi? Yeah. Yeah. Neil Tyson DeGrasse. Dude, that motherfucker yeah. is badass. I'm going to get him on the podcast. I'm trying to get him oh. on. Going back and forth with him. Oh, dude. Yeah. I, I'll give him a foot massage if he comes in. Whoa, would you really? <laughs> yeah, for sure. Oil absolutely, or dry? Absolutely. Uh, if he wanted oil, I would do that. Oil's I would do nice. some lotion. You know Oil's what I mean? nice. For sure. Out. Yeah. I mean, my hands are like pumice stone. Jerking off of them is like torture. But I think if there was oh, really advanced societies, it's very unlikely that they reach this level, except... For some of the giant stone constructions, that's the only thing that makes you like really step back and go, "Man, I'm not sure about that." Or that it was intercontinental; that the same yeah. construction existed in different continents. Like yeah. that's crazy. But he was talking. Anyway, I was listening to that dude, DeGrasse or DeGrasse, mm, DeGrasse, DeGrasse, yeah. And he was saying that they have a telescope that's like I don't know if it's a hundred or a thousand. What he said times the Hubble telescope was <laughs> that, that they could construct, but it would be ten billion dollars. And that they just wouldn't fund it. And he said, to put it in perspective, what $10 billion was is what from 1956 or whenever NASA was created, what has been in that program since then has been about that. Or what one month in Afghanistan is, is $10 billion. But they won't fucking make this telescope, which they say they think they could see the origins of fucking time. <laughs> that you could look back through space and see the origins. But we don't want that. That would upset the apple cart. Uh, well, like, why isn't there crazy. like a good contract to be made in building that thing? That ten billion dollars it costs to build that. Wouldn't there be like a company that can profit off of that? Dude, you got to get him on. He would be fascinating. Yeah. as fuck. That is an amazing thing when you really look at that number, like how much money that is and what it is really. Yeah. I mean, and these guys are talking about oh, the president, whoever's the naysayer against whatever president is. There's trillions <laughs> of dollars. What? That doesn't even mean anything to me. You might as well say we're headphones in debt. Like, okay, like I don't like. <laughs> Cool. Well, yeah, when you get to like be thirteen trillion, yeah, it's insurmountable, right? I mean, we're fourteen hundred thousand ampules in debt. Like, I, I don't know what any of that shit looks like. Okay. Yeah, and how does that work again? The Federal Reserve so is silly. what is the Federal Reserve? No, nobody understands so silly. it. I used to think they understood it until the crash, and then you I was like, I oh, you guys don't get it either. I got a bunch of fucking uh, hundred dollar bills with the old school little small head hundred bills. Something, dude. They're all in Louisiana, and then I'm thinking, what is all the old ass money that's around here that's just buried and in mattresses? Like those are mansions, fucking everywhere. Around but it's there. at one point in time, is it worth anything? Like when when your money goes out right. of print. Like if you had some Civil War era money, right. it's not good anymore. It's got to be in real good shape if it's good. Because I watch Pawn Wars. <laughs> yeah, but even then, someone has to buy it. You right. know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not like you can go in the bank and right. go, "Hey, can you give me a million dollars?" Right. This is my million dollars in 19, you know, right. 1902. Like they had totally different money back then. It's weird that gold still has value in that way, since it's like since it doesn't back anything anymore, really. Yeah. Yeah. Right. 
Yeah, what does it mean? Well, it's still good for things, conducting. It's like good. the Anunnaki. The Anunnaki. It's good as a conductor. It's good to if you want to have better looking teeth. You could bling them up. You ever thought about rocking a gold yeah, tooth? Yeah, I got you this one's fake right here. Yeah. So I was thinking of doing platinum or something right off to the side. That'd be too, pretty dope. That'd be kind be of good, pirate, right? pirate-like. People are like, oh, your career would be fucked up. I'm like, like as if looking like Cindy Crawford has ever been my career. Like being more <laughs> fucked up looking would be bad. I look at, I got a big old pumpkin head and tattoos everywhere. Your career would isn't be that hilarious? Up. People are so funny like, about God what they think damn. will and won't ruin your career. Like they got it figured out. I love that line. Those that say that tell you how to do it never did it. Like there's yeah. so many, it's such uncharted territory. The whole thing. If you want to live a different life, then it's like get up, go to work, fucking go go back to your, get married, go to church, all that shit. Hey, you should go super crazy and get some breast implants. My, that's, that's the lady that I'm talking about. She did. Brian, that why shit. would you even say that? That doesn't even. That doesn't even because if he wants, wants, why would a man want? Because he's so implants. attracted to me already. Yeah. yeah, he wants you to be a woman. That he I wants do. me to. He but wants he doesn't to have a little bit of. If you had honest. a relationship with Tate, you would be the woman. No, you know yes. the most. Of my, are you kidding me, Brian? Yes. No, we could prove that right now. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know who you think's coming through the door to help you. Well, if you want to, if you want to show off in front of Joe, but we all know. Oh, we all know. We all know where your love lies. That's right. Yeah, dog. Tate Fletcher, follow Tate oh, on, on Twitter, ladies oh, and gentlemen. Tatemus Maximus on Twitter, and uh, if people are in Santa Fe and they want to go to your gym, yeah. what, what's the gym? Undisputed Fitness. Undisputed yeah, Fitness. You can find that at undisputedfitness.com or crossfitsantafe.com. And uh, look for Tate in Tenth Fright Planet, Night. Jiu-Jitsu Santa Fe. Powerful Tenth Planet Jiu-Jitsu Santa Fe. I yeah. saw Tate in Fright Night. That was a good goddamn movie. That was a good movie. It was fun, huh? Fun. Yeah. Good vampire yeah, movie. Yeah. It was like it was a real vampire, not some fucking pussy that can go outside and sparkle. Yeah, yeah, I like that. <laughs> it was real dude but the big thing's coming up dude that arnold schwarzenegger they just started doing uh for expendables they did the trailer yeah it's called the last stand and there's an awesome there's some awesome shit that i did in there just oh, yeah? fucking wrecking myself like it's fucking fun dude and that's in the expendables that'll be coming up in in january no no they, they the, just did the trailer for oh expendables. during the expendables yeah, yeah 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 oh what is what is the name of that movie the last stand Oh yeah, I heard it's about Arnold that. Schwarzenegger's comeback to film oh, deal. Awesome. Is it good? Is it fun? It's, it was fun to do. I don't. Who knows what it looks like after they? Did know, you hang with him? It. Yeah, he was cool as shit, dude. He was funny as. I mean, he he's got jokes about Maria. He's like really like he's in the bus. We're filming the scene, and the phone's supposed to ring, and it's supposed to be the terrorist. Like my boss is supposed to be calling him, and 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 they're rolling. And I don't know, dude. When like the way I look at it, like I'm nobody, and and like when they're like. To have a shot fucked up because you, I'd be like mortified, you know. Right. He's there and they're they're rolling. They got it going and everything's going good and da 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 da. And the phone rings and he's he's like, "Hello," and uh, he says, "Maria, I told you to never call me here." And like right right in front of production, I'm feel, like he's he's funny, man. Wow. He's a funny. So he sends the tension. Super cool, laid back, just sets everybody at ease. He eats in the cafeteria with like he's just a fucking cool guy, man. Well, he's just banging. House housekeepers and maids and shit on the regular. I, I heard I he was getting he back together with. Uh, really? I, that's what I heard. I don't know. <laughs> but he's super kind, man. I don't have a bad thing to say about that dude. That's in, he's an interesting cat, that's for sure. And all his people were super cool, man. Really? Like, yeah, everybody was dope around him. Like, they're always depleted just, of sperm. Just. Th- they're constantly Why just coming, that? coming all the time, <laughs> all the time. I'm coming, coming, coming. Yeah, uh, I, thought, I thought about. I'm like, what? What do you call him? Like Mr. Schwarzenegger, Arnold, the governor? Like, because yeah. most people that are in office, like they're the governor or the president forever, right? Yeah. And then I'm like, fuck that. Anybody can be the governor. Arnold is like a. Yeah. That, that's a whole establishment unto itself, man. That yeah. is a boss. He's a brand. 
Oh, yeah. certainly a brand. Huge. All right, uh, tomorrow we got Ian Edwards, ladies and gentlemen. Mm-hmm. Very funny comic from New York who's now living here in Los Angeles. He will be with us tomorrow. And uh, again, this weekend, I'm with uh, Duncan Trussell. Joey Diaz is a no-show. No. Some new thing came up that he had to do, oh. so he can't make it. What the but, fuck, Hey, you can find him mad flavor. Contact him. I told Joe Rogan I wasn't doing that fucking gig. Um, this weekend, uh, Raleigh, North Carolina, Friday night, we're at Memorial Hall, and Saturday night, we're at a- in Asheville at the Thomas Wolfe Auditorium, and I keep hearing that Asheville is the shit. Sure. I hear it's, it's awesome. so fucking beautiful. Yeah. Have you been up there? Yeah, it's beautiful. It's supposed to be unbelievable. Yeah. It's up in the mountains. It's supposed to be just Crazy. gorgeous as shit. Yeah, people go there, and they go, I got to live here. So we'll, we'll see. We'll see. I, 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 might come back I got a bunch Monday. of friends there right now. They're doing Iron Man 3 out there. Powerful Iron Man That's 3. the hat I'm wearing right now, maybe. Is it? Yeah, mm-hmm. maybe it is. All right, listen. <laughs> thanks, oh, uh, thanks everybody, that. for tuning in. Thanks to Ting uh, for uh, being a sponsor of this podcast. And uh, you can go to rogan.ting.com. Pick out any one of those delicious, super fucking cool smartphones. And going through that link will save you 50%. Or what? $5? What is it? 50 bucks? 50 bucks. 50 bucks. See, don't listen to me. 50%. Imagine if that was the deal. There's no, a five it's not the deal. 50% yeah, I knew there was a five. <laughs> so anyway, go to rogan.ting.com. You'll get $50 off. That's exactly what it is. I shouldn't be allowed to do these freestyle. It's tell me something to say. Um, Ting, uh, again, has no contracts. All of it is explained at ting.com, but it's an excellent service, and it goes through Sprint. So go there, check it out, use that link, and you can cancel any time. It's not, it's not like anything else. It's a, it's a sweet deal. Also, uh, we're sponsored by Onnit.com, O-N-N-I-T, makers of Alpha Brain, Shroom Tech Sport, Shroom Tech Immune. Get yourself some hemp protein, sun kettlebells. Both the ones we have available now and the super secret ones. That take <laughs> battle ropes, son. Get yourself some battle ropes. Use the code name Rogan. Save 10% off any and all supplements. And go to deskquad.tv if you want to pick up one of these dope-ass kitty cat t-shirts. They were all over the place in Toronto. You see a lot of them? Cool. I saw a ton of them. Those and the old school ones. The uh, And that goes to support Brian's Deskquad podcast network, which is also uh, named Deskquad, which is on iTunes, which is the only place to get the Ice House Chronicles. All right, you fucking freaks. Thanks to everybody for tuning into the podcast. Thanks to everybody who came out to Toronto this past weekend. It was fucking bananas. Had a great time. Thanks to Sam Tripoli for hooking it up, as well as Ari Shafir. Uh, Ari's new CD comes out yeah. today, ladies and gentlemen. It's so, awesome. Yeah. And, uh, Check if you, out the CD cover of that. Have you seen if that? If you go, put it up, put it up. If you go to Ari Shafir, S-H-A-F-F-I-R, on Twitter, um, Unknown code, it says. Come on, you know what I'm talking about. Twitter? Why are you trying to pretend? I'm going blind. I can't even read what I'm writing on Twitter. If you go to Ari's website, it'll show you how to get it. Um, you can get it from um, his website, which is AriTheGreat.com. Or Check that out. That's so awesome. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah Revenge that. for the Holocaust. <laughs> He's a big Jew spider going after Hitler. I hope Hitler. he doesn't hurt him. What, the Jew spider? <laughs> yeah. All right, good night. Good night. Shut it off. <laughs> you second me.